Welcome back to the Retro Nomopod, a nostalgia and pop culture podcast where we discuss things from our past, present, and future. I almost forget the lines to that every time, and the fact that Rick did his paragraphs last week makes this week that much harder because now I feel like I'm not saying enough, so I'm rambling. My name is Toby, and I do that sometimes. So, welcome. If you haven't joined us before, a lot of this podcast is going to be me just talking about nothing most of the time and my silent co-host that i have with me as always across this beautiful wide world of the internet my beautiful redheaded co-host and best friend rick how you doing buddy <laughs> good sometimes i feel like i should like just raise my hand like in school and just wait to be called on and then i can hi i'd like to here's no. my answer yeah the no. problem with that is like it it's just gonna make me feel worse in the long run because I'm gonna like call on you and as soon as you start talking and I'm just done with it, I'm gonna interrupt you either way. Yeah. So it's better for you to just interject yourself in and let me do it naturally than it is to like really set me up for failure slash success. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's... I start going on about a point and then you're just like, anyway, so plus I'm like super vain when we record because I have both of our cameras up and I like even though you can't see me looking deep into your eyes over this maybe i don't know i tend to look at myself most of the time like when i'm talking i've got, I've got you blown up so that's all i see on one screen so oh, get rid of the up and we can fucking talk let's get into the weird question of the week uh kirby just swallowed you what ability does he get I mean, we could go back to the blown, but uh, this one's easy, right? Because Kirby does his abilities don't even fucking change if you eat me. I'm just fucking sucking everything down anyway. <laughs> right, <laughs> just right back to hey Kirby, you can just go do Kirby things because you've been a role model to me since I was seven. He gets a point of inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know, like self self-worth uh no because like contrary to like the confidence that i exude on the outer shell of me i'm a very shy person i've just learned it's weird right it's kind of it's kind of counterintuitive because i'm a very like good people person uh but internally i'm like freaking out constantly but i've been able to teach myself throughout the years that i have a very easy switch when it comes to being like well they're doing it so I can do it. I've used it in everything, right? I've used it in, you know, when I did theater as a kid, first days of school to the point where like cliff jumping with friends where I like see someone else who it's probably a bad way to look at it, but I'm like, I'm better than that person. And they did it like, I'm going to fucking do it, you know, but I have a, I have a line, right? Where I'm just like, well, they jumped off the 80 foot cliff and I'm like, well, I'm not stupid. So like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that, you know, but like, Within my comfort levels, I can easily talk myself into doing stuff and just being like, fuck it, get it over with. And it works out better, you know, for me in that way. It's weird. I don't know. I've always been a shy kid, but I've always just been like, fuck it. I'm going to insert myself into the situation and we're going to I'm good on my feet, you know, like I can I can roll with the punches and do so. I don't know. Maybe that's Kirby's. I, I, I don't know. A fake sense of self-confidence. Um, a little bit of self-esteem, I guess. I, I, don't even, I don't, yeah. Just roll with it. That's what he gets. He just Kirby to roll swallowed with. me. 
he'd know what his sister used to do. No, I don't. That doesn't work either. Uh, it sounds so dirty on the get go. Kirby just swallowed you. Like, yeah, he did. Yeah, little do you know that he just ate you. You know, he's yeah. just eating yeah. you because you don't come back out as what you went no. in as. You usually come back out as a star or some shit that he just eats and has no monetary value anyway. But so it, what ability like, does he get? He gets one less human on this planet. Is that what he's going for? It worked. It's not like Yoshi where, you know, he eats you and then he'll poop you out as, poop you out as an egg. Yeah, but do those, I've never had those become another Yoshi. You know, it's not like I can recycle Yoshis that way. Like right before I'm about to murder mm -hmm. one of my Yoshis and I have him shit out of an egg and then I, you know, jump off his back. That egg doesn't just become another Yoshi that I can jump onto and reuse, you know? You just didn't wait long enough. Or is it because that's an unfertilized Yoshi egg? And just saying. like chickens, oh. you don't fertilize that little some bitch, and it just—it's just an eatable egg. Yeah, I mean, are there female Yoshi's? Wait, are all Yoshi's female? I've always just assumed Yoshi was a boy. Or are they just like they got the... asexual? Yeah, isn't that they... isn't that asexual? Isn't that what that is? No, I think it's the one that can reproduce without. No, hermaphrodite. No, that's with both. It's, yeah, I think uh, they're asexuals. What is that? A cuaca that a bird and a shark have? That no, that's something else. No, that's that's, a, that's the one where like the birds like split down the middle perfectly or whatever. Is that what you're talking about? Like maphrodite bird? Isn't the cloaca something with a vagina? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not an expert at anything. Anyways, so Kirby, it, I don't know. He wouldn't really gain any abilities, not any good ones at least. He'd gain the ability to. Drive a manual, something that's fleeting in this day and age. That that's something. Um, there we go. That's probably as good as it gets. Well, you can't take mine. I know you oh. can drive a manual too, but you always oh. let me answer these questions, and then I yeah. feel like I'm like, come on. Well, I, there there are like icebreakers. This how I'm going to break the ice to talk to this guy I've talked to for over sixty four hundred hours. Or whatever. Oh, bro, My we're man. way above that. Like, just in podcast alone, we're we're yeah. probably like I don't know, hundred and easily probably one hundred and twenty hours podcast. Close, so close to because we've had a couple shorter episodes. But that's not even uh, including all the times we've met in back alleys and brothels and stuff. Oh, that's the after dark stuff. Yeah, well, that's the stuff we don't record because the noises, just frankly, aren't great. I mean, I keep pushing the ASMR stuff for that, but you got to get a clean recording, and that's that's the part where it gets weird. Um, slightly, slightly overweight. He just becomes slightly. I think obese. Kirby is slightly overweight already. I mean, is he though? Yeah, look. He looks like what our tummies would if we stuck just our tummies through a sheet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how, like, and I don't want to get this too wrong. I probably shouldn't bring it up, but we're going to bring it up anyway, because this is a nostalgia and pop culture podcast. You know the certain type of Jewish people that when they have sex, they do it through a sheet? I've heard about that. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Not, But instead of my dick, it would be my tummy. And that would be, that's Kirby. And... Maybe I yeah. put my dick through. 
I mean, your tummy's going to kind of come through. Boom. Seven minutes yeah. in, earned our explicit tag. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck, dude. So I did something this week, and we're going to talk about it real fast, and then you're going to tell me about this drinking story. All right? Because I did something that didn't involve drinking that I never do, and that's the only reason I'm going to bring it up right now, but I went to the fucking movie theater. Which right? is insane. Sat considering a movie in a theater. Okay. Uh, and I only bring it up for a couple of reasons. First of all, because I never do it. Second of all, because I went and saw Bob's Burgers. I have not seen a movie in the theater since it chapter one. All right. I, when, when was that? Hold on. Hold on. Great podcasting. Uh, it, yeah, tw- 2018, 2019. Oh, I think it was sooner than that or later in 2017. All right. So 27. I, I haven't yeah. seen a movie yeah. in theater since. The weekend of September 8th, 2017. It is now 2022. The movie that pulls me back in. So many movies have come out. So many movies. Like good, good fucking movies, right? No, it takes takes Bob's Burgers to get me back into a goddamn theater. (laughs) I live like two miles from an awesome theater. And they serve food, as most theaters do right now. I... We'll say two things. First of all, they had a Bob's Burger burger. So naturally, watching Bob's Burgers movie, we ate the Bob's Burgers burger. Naturally. It's fine, burger. Okay. It was early. It wasn't as good as what I needed to be, right? I needed more of the special sauce that they advertised and I didn't feel like I got. But it was still cool because it's Bob's Burgers movies. They put French fries. It was a no no mo side fries burger. So the fries were on the burger instead of on the side. Um, yeah, just perfect Bob's Burger burger joke. Um, second thing, all right, the movie was awesome. It was it was great. It was an it was an hour and a half long Bob's Burger episode. Fantastic. My problem, I have two problems with the theater nowadays. First, they serve food, and like that's awesome. But it costs us like $75 to go to a movie, right? I didn't drink. Like, normally I'd have, like, I walk out of the movie theater with the buzz, you know, in the good old days. Like, walk out and be like, yo, that fourth growler in an hour and a half movie probably shouldn't have had that one, you know? But no, we bought, we bought our burgers and a soda. And I did upgrade for 50 cents to get the Jurassic World plastic cup because oh, I only yeah. drink out of fucking plastic in my house. Um, a story for another time but anyways it cost us 70 dollars. we went and saw matinee yo like 10 o'clock in the morning at the theater dropped 70 dollars. that hurts second thing is is they give you these goddamn fucking barca loungers that feel like better than my mattress and they're like oh by the way they all lean back put your feet up take your shoes off lay down and watch this movie well i'm not fucking so there's only other one other thing to do when I'm laying down and that's go to sleep. So like I'm spending $70 and they get you up front and then I go to bed and it's just like, it's 10 30 in the morning. I just got a full night's sleep. I am well rested, ready for the day. Put me in an air conditioned movie theater and a fucking laid back lazy boy. I'm asleep, dude. Twice. I had to catch myself falling asleep during this movie that I thoroughly enjoyed from just passing out, just going just straight going to bed. And it sucks. Because it was a good time. And I like hanging out with my girl. You know? We got to watch a movie. We laughed. We ate. It was fantastic. 
And I walk out of the theater, it's noon, and I'm like, I gotta take a nap. <laughs> I feel you on the falling asleep. I do the same thing. Even if we go at like a matinee or an earlier show, it's still like, why am I dozing off? Yeah, but you're like a dad and you work a bunch and like you're older. I mean, I guess those are excuses. You, you, but I, you know, I still feel like... I've literally, I am a 32 year old, perfectly fine, healthy man that was sober on a Saturday morning, and I'm looking forward to nap time. And it was almost at 10:45 in a theater. The problem is, I would have slept through it. Like I just straight, like if someone wouldn't have shaken me, I could have probably yeah. slept for three hours in that place. Woke up groggy as hell, pissed <laughs> off. And watch the second showing of Bob's Burgers. You gotta leave now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your it's, movie's been over for an hour. We yeah, you've watched it twice. We've allowed this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wanted to wake <laughs> the sleeping Viking that is just chilling in the park. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, I, yeah. I mean, I'm the most unthreatening person in the world. I'm in a fucking Denver Nuggets jersey, some camo pants. My flip flops are on the ground because I've made myself so comfortable in the seat that a thousand other people have sat in in the last week. Don't care. Like, yeah. it's you gave me my own private seat with the table and stuff and then fed me. Oh, yeah. Especially just, after getting fed, you're just like, oh, nice. Belly. The only thing I could Time. do is like eat the leftover fries, you know, to keep myself awake. The, thus, going back to the Kirby situation of you're not hungry, bitch. You're just eating to eat. I don't <laughs> understand it. And then the I look in the mirror. Fry and in the world. Yeah, like come on, dude. Their fries aren't even that good. Yeah, fries Anyways. after a while you're eating them to eat them. Um, drinking game. I need to know. Oh, the drinking game. So I had the intent of wanting to go see Top Gun Maverick this weekend. Okay. Um, it it didn't happen unfortunately, but I thought, what the hey, let's watch the old school Tom Cruise classic Top Gun from 1986. Cool. Okay. But I also wanted to get a little snickered, you know, as one does when it's 11:30 at night and watching 80s action movies. Yeah, you're like, what else? I'm am trying I to smoke do? cigarettes and pump iron, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I grab the Kraken bottle, I grab a shot glass. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this one because I was looking through, kind of looking at different drinking games for the movie, and there's a bunch of different ones every time somebody says a call a call sign like, hey, Maverick, or hey, Goose, or hey, uh, uh, Hollywood, you know, any of them, you yeah, take you a shot. I'm like, that, that's a little much, right? That's a little too extreme. A shot of okay, let, let's, let's, let's take it back a bit. So I do the Danger Zone. So every time Danger Zone gets played, which is more than you remember, but less than you would expect like it's a weird in between of like yeah because you think it's only one song it only plays like one black, time like in there big... yeah he's no, like walking there... on the deck to the plane <laughs> yeah it happens about five-ish times give or take what is Which okay is a... first of all what is give or take it either happens five times or six times I mean, or does it is it like playing on the radio when they're like getting into the shower and shit? You know, it, yeah, no, that's uh, that's the uh, that's the romantic song for the life of me. I can't remember what the hell the name of it is, but uh, it's uh, yeah, I want to say it was about five times that it that it popped up. So it was like, geez, it only took five shots in an hour and a half. Yeah, which which isn't like what kind of game no, is this? I'm trying to have no, a game which, if I know what my toilet tastes like tonight. Like, <laughs> like that's on, my on kind hind, of game. I set myself up for failure. Yeah, no. Next time we'll 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 say every time he, there's another one that was like 
anytime that he breaks the rules, you take a shot. So I think he'll do that in combination with the song, and that might be enough to be like, okay, now we're buzzed. Now we need to go to sleep. See, anytime I play drinking games, right? But I'm a binge drinker. Like, when we drink, we, I mean, we drank, right? My My teenage years into, like, early 20s, it was let's see how fast we can black out and given most of us didn't black out, but that's what we were going for. Like five shots in an hour and a half is like, I'm going to start my Friday night kind of like that. Given yeah. this is all going to end with me vomiting on the toilet. Do not get me wrong. Like, it's not like I'm fucking going to the gym at four 30 the next morning, but like we trying to get drunk. Like I'm trying to make mistakes in my, my bodily functions tonight, you know? So I have, I have a real fine line between like, I'm just not going to drink or we're getting sloshed because I drink with a purpose, not yeah. with a, I like the way this tastes, the aroma yeah, not, of this. Yeah. No, bitch. We, yeah. Well, you're taking shots of Kraken, which first of all is disgusting. I like Kraken, Ooh, right? Smooth. It That's all I can say all smooth, night. Dude. It was not smooth. Oh I was like, my God, that shit hits so hard. Even if it's yeah. frozen, you could break that bitch out the freezer, right? My, my, my brother. <laughs> is a fan of kraken right i used to drink it with him but it was all like dr pepper mixed with dr pepper or chased yep. with dr pepper no yeah. i've taken a shot of kraken straight and it about came straight back up because that stuff's not nah, good. that stuff's that's not, not good gonna happen. i'll hold my liquor i'm a whiskey sure. drinker so like i i have some breckenridge uh breckenridge reserve blend or something in the freezer right now that is water and until about six of them and then it's it's not water no that's, more that's not, you know what's something that freaking oh bro though. i throw up something like, like that i'm like when did i have spaghetti <laughs> be that to be that loose and to have oh dude no like i said we're, we'll get drunk together one of these days it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun but you really took the uh dad route on that drinking game i will say i was the only person doing the game like oh, i tried see? to get different to it but like yeah talk hype, was, hype she's, yourself she's up. just she's just doing beer but you know shotgun those beers shotgun the beers just sh just shotgun them what i'll shotgun one with you right now we'll pause this podcast for 12 minutes i'll you go get beer in on the drinking game no yeah i did i didn't i just said i which is no, a lame dad thing to do i'm like i'm gonna drink by myself the only chocolate Oh, it's see, yeah. It's on me. Yeah. The onus yeah. is on and me. And then you didn't even get drunk. You, yeah, I didn't you, get drunk. You That's got the worst beat part. at your own drinking game. Yeah. How? Uh, no, I succeeded in the drinking game. Did I just you, didn't though? I did get drunk, which I think is the point of a drink. Yes. Winning is being drunk. Like, that's you don't win drinking games by just staying sober. But... This is the thing. <laughs> like, I haven't gone, we haven't gone, like, like the last few times that we've gone out to drink have gone, we've gone down to Colorado Springs to a friend's house and we've, we've drank like drink where it's like another drink, another drink. And we're just, we're like, well, do you just want to drive home or should we get a place? How you feel? Oh, I'm okay. I could drive. Okay. Oh, bro, let's just bro. drive back. You know what I'm Look, saying? We're going we're gonna to run a D and D session over at the house. The elevation there. Cause literally we can drink so much and I, I feel nothing. And I'm like, I, I should be buzzed. Oh, I'll it's get not... you drunk, Tiff. Don't worry. We'll, we'll come over to my house. I We won't even get through a fucking game of goddamn Ticket to Ride. I'm I'm down. I'll drink beers with you. I'll drink anything but, like, straight gin. 
and even that like you, you know a little bit appropriate i had this thought while i was doing the shots i was like oh man we should have got some aviation gin because it would have been appropriate isn't that drink. the ryan reynolds yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay, to okay, drink okay. in because it's called aviation and with the top gun movie it would have been a funny like ha, 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 but uh. <laughs> now it's just funny because we're laughing at you when you turn your back <laughs> that's that's oh accurate. look i made the mistake of looking at our google docs so go ahead and fucking sour the mood mr downey yeah this is crazy ray liotta uh oh, passed shit. away um he was only 67 you know ray liotta Who yeah but this is ray not liotta? the one that was on the top nope because this just happened and i yeah, I, I didn't add it to the thing because sometimes i like to uh take the rug under out from underneath you yeah well good job um you can see it again but like the ultimate good bad guy like he was always solid in everything he was in but it's just kind of crazy that We've had a lot of deaths this year, and like this one was really another one of those like what? Yeah, Ray Liotta hit that kind guy? of everyone hard too, and like it's funny because like he's known for Goodfellas, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. I always mix those up with a bunch of different ones, but like those aren't the ones that I, like I knew him by, you know. Like Goodfellas was mm-hmm. one that I had seen, but he also does the voice of someone animated, and I cannot for the life of me remember. Yeah, you're right. He does. Um. But I mean, feel the dreams. Feel the dreams. The That's what I know him from. Yeah. Dad in it, and um, you know, Let's... he's been in so much stuff. He's he's like he's done a lot of TV. He's done a lot of movies. He's just one of those guys who's a consistent actor. And yeah, that was just kind of like one of those like wild. What that guy? That guy? But things yeah, happen, I mean, man. It's definitely one of the. It's definitely one of those bummers. You know, because it's just one that you didn't think about. And when he did pass, you're just like, well, fuck. And he was like pretty young, considering like only yeah, 67. Something. He didn't even make it to 69, which is the magic number. Yeah. Yeah. I can't find what he he voiced. But yeah, that's he, all right. I'm, I'm sure somebody will hit us up and say, oh, yeah, for that, it was blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it was like, something oh, animated, if I remember right. He was in Hubie Halloween. That was the last thing I saw him in for sure. Muppets. Yeah, that's a bummer. I just, like, yeah. Even though like it's crazy because you just don't realize these these people get like older. And uh like the last like picture that people of course the picture after he passes that everyone shows, it's like, well, yeah, he looked fucking rough. And it's but it also seemed like it was kind of like a little unknown like he wasn't like he was only dying lately it wasn't something that like i heard about fucking three years ago or something you know it's just those ones that creep up on you and you're like you know like the guy we're going to talk about next george perez he's another one of those guys who just kind of kept it to himself and you, you meet him at the conventions and you'd be like oh man i love your work this that and the other and come to find out he's suffering with like colon cancer and stuff i mean that was the uh chadwick boseman right same thing yeah yeah like you're just like they just suffer in silence and probably better for it because that way they can just well and that's what i was do the work yeah nobody's delicate hands around exactly that's the thing that and that's a good point to bring up because i feel like if something like that were to happen to me god forbid you know that that's kind of how i would react as well where i'd be like i'm not gonna fucking tell anyone like, I wouldn't even want to tell my significant other because it's like, I don't want her to have to live 
right. you know, with the thought of like me dying, but I also don't want to just die randomly and be like, well, good luck. <laughs> I, he had cancer for the last three years and didn't tell anyone. So there's that, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure, you know, family and close friends probably know, but these, they're probably just very much like, no, let's just keep it to ourselves and I'm going to keep doing it. And, you know, with uh, uh, George Perez, who, for those who don't know, he's a huge comic book artist who's worked on literally everything. Like, he's another one of those big names. Um, he died, He passed away at 67, too. So 67 is the uh 67 is the new 27, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he just kind of kept it to himself. He And, uh, you know, he was... He was going to do the the therapy stuff or whatever and he was just like nah i'd rather just live out my life and you know that he lived a bit longer than they said he would but ultimately it's going to take over you and and i i kind of you know for those who choose not to take the therapy i'm like okay you know yourself well enough where you're like you know i don't want to live my final however long you know trying to do this and feeling sick and doing all that so and that's what like it, it's kind of crazy because that's becoming more of like a thing the further on we go because it's like people are seeing you know the ravages that treatments take on your body yeah. and it's just like if i only have two years left and you can't guarantee shit nor give me like decent odds i don't know if i even want to try to live my last two lives just to die anyway where in theory i died two years ago when you put me on treatment you know yeah if I look, it's respect. Everyone lives their own life, and you can make that life decision. And the fact that, like, you know, we don't have better options for people to do what they want with their own goddamn body across the board, yeah, like it just shows you the fucking the government gives two shits about us. Yeah, can't can't make money if you're dead, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that that sucks. Damn, you fucked me up. Yeah, we, you. you know, we start the top of the, the semi top of the show with, uh, you know, that so that way we can kind of dig ourselves out of the uh, uh, black hole of despair. And speaking of black hole, uh, looks like we've got one in the center of our galaxy. And, and they uh, they released an image of it, which uh, kind of looks like an unfocused picture of the one ring, if you were to ask me. <laughs> Wait. It's like... Uh, <laughs> is this link actually going to take me to what it's supposed to? God, I hope so. <laughs> I can only hope. Oh, it does look like an unfocused unfocused picture of... Okay, redirect. Let's go. Okay. Why do you even release <laughs> pictures like this? Just to make people go, oh, shoot, science is still a thing. <laughs> Literally NASA's the first sentence is pics or it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh but isn't the big thing about Milky Ways is that they just kind of gravitationally pull things into them and they just... Well, it would make sense now because they all have fucking black holes in the middle of them. How far are we away from this black hole? Well, that is a good question, my friend, because I wish I could tell you, uh, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you. <laughs> because I, I just... I... I the answer to yeah that, I ain't a science boy like that look I like you may recognize the eht as the telescope that took the first ever photo of a black hole in 2019 okay it's 2022 this is the fucking picture of the black hole 
guess what guys but, i don't need to see this because guess what it doesn't look black or holish to me it's, it's just we... it looks like the beginning of the eye of sauron yeah. <laughs> you know like which you know that black hole is going to be the end all be all of our universe oh, you know our, our solar system as we know it so i mean technically i guess it kind of is the eye of sauron um but I, it's it, it's it's big enough that we got a picture of it but not so big that it's going to create huge issues i guess that's what no, i'm gonna we're causing our own music. no look, we're going to kill the earth long before this black hole sucks us in i'm not worried about that right but it's eventually going to suck in all the planets that we can get to unless we just become star lords here in the next fucking oh, i don't know thousand years stuff like this is like It is. I mean, it's so weird. Why aren't we curing fucking cancer? It says, in fact, the scientists awarded the 2020 Nobel Prize in Physics studied how the behavior of our galaxy suggested we had a supermassive black hole in the center, but weren't able to prove it conclusively. All I know is that for the last two fucking years, you've thought that there was a black hole at the center of our our galaxy. Galaxy. Thank you. I don't know why I kept wanting to say fucking solar system and universe, and I was like, neither one of these are right. Galaxy, <laughs> it's like who fucking cares? Are we dying tomorrow? Because there are people dying today, and at this point, you're so goddamn fucking smart. I just don't, nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares except for your peers. And you like, what's crazy? What's even crazier to me and stuff like this? They're not even making a close to the salary of what a fucking pro athlete is making. Yeah, you know, like they're doing this shit mostly for fun, which I respect, right? Like your whole life's work literally just ended right there where it's like, hey, we proved that this theory we had three years ago was true. Nailed what? it. Yeah. What do you do now? Woo! What do you do now? You just start guessing where other fucking black holes in the goddamn universe are? Because it's pointless. Yeah. No like throw something into it. I want to know what's throw something into it. I'm not impressed until something goes into it. Because at this point, your picture is bullshit. I've seen Hubble pictures. This is no Hubble picture. And why? Look, I can't get cell phone service in fucking downtown Denver, but we can take pictures, blurry pictures nonetheless, of fucking black holes that literally make no difference to the way that we're going to live our lives. You know? Like, literally no fucking difference. Science is cool, right? I'll give it to them. And space is scary. But, like, shit like this should, like, excite us, right? But we've just been so conditioned to the fact that, like, y'all are wasting my fucking time here. Like, <laughs> there's people in this world making $90 billion. I'm trying to make 55000 And there's dudes out here taking pictures, shitty pictures, nonetheless, of fucking black holes. That's not a... This is how... This is, this is where flat earthers get their fucking shit, right? Because I'm looking at this, and I'm like, science, you're stupid like this is stupid like oh no man this is the first picture of the fucking black hole at the center of our our galaxy is it though is it is it how do you know did you throw something in it no okay i don't believe you look space is black we could be in a fucking black hole for all we fucking know Ooh. right all of us could be swirling in a fucking one massive giant black hole but we don't fucking know because we don't even know what fucking black holes are except for really black, black parts of space. 
you know like that part of space it's blacker than the rest of that fucking part of space oh there's no stars there it must be a black hole duh it's a fucking black hole there's no fucking stars it's a hole in space that's black and then this this part of space also black but but there's little speckles of white or colors nice fucking i don't know why this got under my skin but it fucking did <laughs> That's why we pay you the big bucks. Yeah. You better start paying me. This <laughs> podcast is getting expensive for me. <laughs> Have you seen gas lately? Oof. How about we worry about that? Can we get gas out of that black hole? Can, can you get gas out of there to here into, into the Jeep? Because if not, don't fucking care, bro. Figure it the fuck out. Figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I think you I, do. I do. <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, we're just wasting our time with stupid shit. North Korea is building missiles to blow the world up. These motherfuckers are looking at holes in space. Everybody's got a hobby, you know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, Elon Musk is sending cars to Mars. And this guy's taking a blurry picture of a fucking... It doesn't blurry look black holeish to me, dude. It doesn't I just, look like, like, it. like, the picture of it... They could have literally... I would have been more impressed, right? If the picture that they put on this post was just black. It's just black. Because at that point, I can't tell you if it's a black hole or not. I'd be like, yeah, that's what I assume a black hole would look like. Instead, you gave me something that's red. It's supposed to be a black hole. That looks like a red hole. That, that, I mean, that's what the sun looks like if I stare in it long enough. I, I, it just, I don't know, like... Way to go, Event Horizon Telescope collaboration. Y'all did it with billions and billions of dollars while there's kids starving. This is the picture that you spent all that grant money on. That right there. That's what our government gave out for them to look at. Instead of, I don't know, doing anything else productive for its people. They're like, no, you guys take billions. We need the picture of that black hole. And then they show them this. And what do you tell the scientists? No, that, I, that's not good enough. They're like, sir, that's a picture of a black hole. Buddy, it's red. It's not black. What'd you do with all our money? Like, we, we did what you asked. Nope. See, it's a lie. Boom. Science ended. And now people believe in fucking whatever. God damn it, science. We got to get off of this shit. I got to. I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I am so sorry to any scientist probably not listening to this show. Do better. <laughs> Just fucking do better. The one guy that does listen to us is like, you know what? I can do better. Yeah. And I will do better for those guys just to prove them wrong. He just takes a crown and like, I can, does it black all over the paper. And he's like, see, black hole. See? Black hole. Look, I, I would be more interested if you could actually dig to China. We don't even know what's all in our oceans, dude. It's crazy. Like literally, so just we just don't know everything about here yet, and we're worried about there. Come on, sign. Do better. Better sign. What if there's a black hole at the bottom of the ocean? I got a fucking black hole for him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's up in there either. I promise. There, fucking, there is a black hole at the bottom of the ocean. It's called the. Uh, Mariana Trench. That's a black hole. 
you know what makes it even worse too and then we'll get to fuck <laughs> off this all right this <laughs> i don't know if we will look we got deep enough into our oceans right because a fucking millionaire fucking movie James director Cameron. wanted to fucking see stuff yeah so he could build a movie 20 years in the future that's why we can do scientists this guy brought all his money and was like i'm gonna do stuff the scientists can't he's not a fucking scientist he went down there before you did that motherfucker just just does stuff he just film. i don't even know if he films i don't even know what directors do anymore i really don't but that's why we have science is because of dudes like that elon musk I'm going to build PayPal and I'm going to sell it. You know what I'm going to do next? I don't know. Elon, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Disney World? No. He's like, I'm going to go to space. Because we can just do that, apparently. You know? Just do that. I don't know. Anyways. That's fucking ridiculous. Science, you're fucking ridiculous. You're drunk. You won the drinking game. (laughs) Uh, Bad segue into next item. Gotham Knights no longer coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. How do we go on with the show? Like, I don't know, dude. I like I said, I'm <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm hot right now. My nipples are hard. The science is just not here. I'm 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 doubting everything I've ever learned. Pluto is a fucking planet. I don't care what you say. Science was wrong on that too. All right. They've been wrong numerous times in our life. It's like it's like medical doctors when saying, look, this is ridiculous, too, because like medical. I know. Jesus Christ, Rick. I'm sorry. I see your facial expression. Medical doctors are never perfectionists, right? They're always in a practice, right? I don't want my medical doctor to be practicing shit. Like, I need to know that when I go ask you questions, you're not like, well, it's a good practice to, to look at your syndrome, sin, syndromes. Sure. Symptoms. Symptoms. Thank you. Bro, English and science. Fuck y'all. This is bullshit. (laughs) Scientists are doing the same thing. They're just guessing until it sounds right. And no one can prove them wrong. They're like, this works until it doesn't. They're like, sounds good to me. And then they're wrong. And they're like, you know what? Let's backtrack on that. Here's what we actually know. Um, What we do know uh, is Gotham Knight's not coming to last-gen consoles, right? (laughs) Yeah, which... Which sucks for someone like me who will like hold on to their, you know, current, not, I guess not current gen anymore, but previous, I don't know, whatever, my Xbox One. I'm going to hold on to that thing until it's absolutely obsolete because I don't want to go out and drop, you know, four or $500 onto the next system. At this point, you have a computer. You just haven't learned how to use it yet. Um, I just don't want anything bad look, to happen to this, this makes computer. Sense. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's going to, it's going to. Oh God, I to say it. It's one thing that sucks, right? You spend all this money on something that's so much more powerful than a current gen console. And if we like, it, something's going to go wrong. <laughs> it does so much, right? Like it, we've talked about it. We've discussed like what my PC does on a daily basis just yeah. for the podcast, not including yeah. anything else. And every time I turn this motherfucker on, I got my fingers crossed. And I'm like, is today <laughs> the day? what's gonna break i've already replaced the hard drive i went through three graphics cards when i built it brand new right i'm on my third graphics card from buying them brand new i had two bad graphics cards out of the box both of those graphics cards same graphics cards i have all three graphics cards were the same that graphics card the graphics card that's in my pc right now costs more than any current gen system that's a 590 graphics card 
and no games included no controllers included oh you want oh you want a monitor oh you want a keyboard you'll need a mouse too and all of a sudden my graphics card is the least of my goddamn worries because i gotta do everything else this makes sense to me right only for the sole fact for two reasons you have Microsoft coming out with any Microsoft first-party game is going to get released on PC too, right? My PC can do a lot more graphically than what any current-gen console can do. Just hands down, it, it can. So the developers, when they're building this game, you got to think that they're building, you know, last-gen, current-gen, and if they're having a PC port, you've got three full different games, let alone if you throw Nintendo in there, right? If you throw Switch... In there it's even different Oof, you're pretty much yeah. building a mobile version of your current gen stuff which now you're building a mobile a last gen a current gen and what i will call a next gen with with pc you know gaming right so it makes sense for them because gotham knights reportedly is going to be on pc and yeah. the thing that kills me with this and the one thing that i'll say that is bad is you're always going to have more last-gen consoles out for the first three years than you are new-gen consoles. Now, this one is even worse for that because of the lack of new consoles out there. So you've got eight times the amount of last-gen consoles that you're still updating, right? Like, back, like, this made sense in, like, PS2, Xbox to PS3, 360 days, right? Because 360 came out, they're readily available. Within the first year, anyone that wants one can have one. And they're pretty much just giving up on their last-gen console, right? You weren't getting Xbox games, you know, four years deep into the 360's life. They weren't building... Halo 3 did not come out for the original Xbox. It only came out for the 360. There was never a Halo 2 Xbox 360 version... There was only the Halo 2 Xbox version, right? So why is it that everyone feels as if you have to have stuff for the older consoles when we never did before, right? It was only getting into that, like, PS3, the Xbox One era when, you know, people were asking about backwards compatibility and stuff like this. Well, the, the waters have gotten so muddy over yeah. the years that no one can tell what's next-gen, what's current-gen, why isn't it coming out on my PS4 and only on PS5? Well, because the game was built for PS5, not PS4. We don't have to cater to people, especially coming from a PC standpoint, right? Anything that comes out on Sony, chances are I'm not getting anytime soon for my PC, right? Like, it's just like I'm missing out on a lot of games. Now, that, with that being said, they are starting to creep into that because the consoles are getting closer to computers than they were 10 years ago. I I am one of those people where unless it's like mainstream games, you shouldn't expect indie artists to fucking make two games. You shouldn't expect trip, you know, AAA studios. Maybe yes, because they're on the same network. You're playing Call of Duty with PS4, PS5, PC players. Cool, that's fine. You guys have the money. Make the fucking game for all the consoles, right? Not every game deserves to have a, a last gen release when the next gen is out. I preface all this with the fact that next-gen consoles are not readily available. And you get a real fine line now that people that want new consoles don't have them, can't get them, versus, well, they have your last console because it's all they can play on. You should make new games for this console. But 
I, we got, you know, personally, I think we have to get back to the point where you can get consoles if you want them within that first year. Now, given everyone's not going to get a console in that first year, but you should have the option to do so, which we have not had the option to do so. But your last in games, guess what, boys? The library's done. Like, pff, you know, yeah. you don't get anything. You don't get games optimized for the PS4 because it's been optimized for the PS5. Now, if it'll play on a PS4, but it'll do it shittily, cool. Release the disc. Put it out there. Let people fucking spend their money. That's fine. Stop taking the time to cater to folks that have the option to go up. Again, in our situation with COVID, with everything, blah, blah, blah. It's 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 a lot easier said than done, especially considering that I play on a $2,000 console. It's a lot coming out of my mouth. I don't buy current-gen stuff anymore unless it's for my PC. I don't play current-gen games anymore unless it's for my PC. You know, so I, I'm in a real impasse with the... Like, this doesn't bother me at all because I'm like, of course, this makes sense. Like, it's going to come out three years after the ps5 and the the series x come out and you're still going to worry about making it for a console that came out 10 years ago <laughs> the ps4 yeah. came out 10 years ago that's wild something like that nine years ago but Long still enough. like why why would you make developers who are already in crunches anyway have to worry about a console that came out 10 years ago that would be like when you got your 360 complaining that it didn't come out for the n64 that's why exactly that's what i'm saying right this is the argument that people are having they're bitching about the fact that their 10 year old console can't play current gen games and the exact thing would be if when you had your xbox 360 or we'll even say the wii right why aren't these wii games coming out on my n64 nintendo they all should work right the difference is like nintendo was smart they just keep changing up their fucking cartridge game every time. Yeah. They're like, cartridge, cartridge, disc, cartridge, disc, disc, cartridge. They're like, nothing works. Sorry, it, uh, it's only built for the system. Xbox, PlayStation, yeah. they're yeah, just yeah. disc-based all across. People look at a fucking yeah. disc and they're like, it's a CD. Why doesn't it play in my stereo? I understand. Stick it in the stereo. Let's listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> if only. That would be cool as hell. Yeah, this, this shit, like... Look, you're either get, and people that are pissed, right? You have two options here. They cancel the last gen versions of the game, or they just cancel the fucking game because they're not going to be able to finish it in the allotted time that they were given. Yeah. So, do you want Gotham Knights eventually, or do you yes. just not want it at all? Because that those are pretty much your two options now. Um, since it's coming from Warner Brothers, and you know they have another big game on the horizon with Hogwarts uh, Legacy that's supposed to drop this year this as year. well. Do you think? to push the Hogwarts that much more to have it much more spectacular and everything that they might drop last gen consoles to go like Off of this route for Hogwarts. They yeah. won't. No, because no. I think most of that game's built already. Whereas Gotham is still in the building stages and gotcha. they're looking at a timeline going forward. Cause Gotham's not supposed to come out until what next year? Uh, October 25th of this year. Oh, of this year. Yeah. Damn. And they cut out yeah that that's okay. that's why i think this is a bit of a bigger thing and that's why it has me curious about the hogwarts thing because there again it's like i'm upset that they're not keeping it for me but like you like you've explained it makes sense why they're going that route because you want to push the new ability of the new console to push that even further because it's all 
marketing and whatnot, but it's also like, hey, look what we can fucking do. Yeah. Like, these I mean, comic book characters are going to look fucking sweet in the next whatever engine that they're using to make it look all beefy and cool. Who, yeah, who knows? Because, I, I mean, that's a good point, right? Because if it's supposed to come out this year, it should already be, it should almost well. be going gold at this point in May, yeah. June. Um, yeah, so that that's interesting. I just... I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're in talks with, with Microsoft and Sony and, and, you know, both of those companies are letting them know like, Hey, we're going to have an influx of systems come the holiday. Like we want to push the new systems. If the holidays come around and all the kids want our games on their last gen systems, because that's what Sony said. Sony said that they're supposed to be, you know, not a plethora, but quite a bit more inventory of PS fives this holiday season and readily available by summer next year, you know? Again, which is crazy because we're two years deep into this cycle. Yeah. And yeah. I've never seen one in fucking person. None of my I friends. Mean, I, I mean, have, given everyone, all I, my friends I, have PCs, but I, I've never seen one on a store shelf. I've never had the option to like buy one, you know, ever. And I've never seen that with any other system. Even when we were waiting in line for N64, six months in the N64 cycle, you could find one anywhere. Yeah. You go to fucking 7 Elevens and find one of those goddamn things. It's just a different time with all the issues and everything else going on. That it's uh... it's just a lot of fucking hands in the pot, and everyone's greedy little bastards. And because we don't do stuff within our own country, and you could say this about a lot of countries, but because we don't do or make anything within our own country for all the commodities that we're trying to buy, guess what? Other countries control what we get when we get them. That's just what it is. Yeah, that's fair. Make America build again. We can have okay. PlayStation fives. I know it's an interesting thing, but it, like I, like you pointed out, it's definitely it's something that more. it's just the next cycle. So it's slowly everybody's going to start pushing to the upgraded version, so they can start working on. Ooh, let's really push this thing and see what it does. So yeah, um, it, it's definitely going to happen more often because the further we move along, the further into this generation. You got to think if, for the most part most game systems have been on a seven year cycle, right? We get seven and then the next system gets announced and comes out, right? We're already two years into this cycle. So if you think about that, like Microsoft and Sony are already building their next console, which personally, in my personal opinion, my Nostradamus ass self isn't going to be a console. It's going to be a stream box. There, there will not be disc games in the next console generation. I just do not think that it's going to happen. So we're five years out. They're stopping now, two years into the cycle. Most people that'll have them will have them in the next two years, you would think. And then at yeah. that point, you're only four years away from the next console that you're not going to be able to get at launch. Mm. It's weird because now the cycle's like half and half, right? It gets released three and a half years in, you know, most people have them another three and a half years you're releasing a new one but for the people that got theirs three and a half years in they're another three and a half years out from buying the new one so like you're having i don't know it's it's fucked but we're gonna have streaming boxes i almost guarantee the next two consoles will be uh stream boxes only it'll be downloaded yeah, if, they, if they don't start implementing that now you know with they are the uh you know. I mean, I mean, with the digital only versions of of both consoles have digital only versions. So, 
they're already implementing that, you know, because that's where you're losing people like me, where like I buy all my stuff in physical form. If I don't buy it for my computer, I buy it with a box. You know, yeah. it's just, it, it is what it is. And you have collectors, people like me who want physical media and slowly but surely all physical media is kind of going by the wayside, you know? So sure. at, at one point, the stuff that I like to collect will no longer be collectible. Hmm. And I'll only be stuck with the stuff that I have. Then it really will be retro when you're like, oh, you've got a hard copy of a game? That's weird. And for the PS4? <laughs> PlayStation 4? That was five consoles ago. Yeah, they don't even call it. Now it's just called PS1011011. Yeah, it's the uh, <laughs> the pla- the the PlayStation app or something. It'll like be called just... PlayStation Infinite. Infinite. Yeah, PlayStation Infinity, because that's what well, they're all going to. Halo Infinite. Now, I don't know, yeah. but My Game Pass is amazing. So we just give me streaming services where I can pay ten dollars a month and play all the fucking awesome games yeah. that I want, yeah. and I'll buy the other ones that don't show up. We're in a weird spot with video games right now. They're all built better than movies and take a lot longer to make and a lot more immersive. And we're, what, 10 years away from them all being in virtual reality? And we just have a metaverse? Log on to Facebook and go to work just like Ready Player One. I'm ready for it, dude. Give it to me. Fuck it. Let's go. This worldly body, not worth it. <laughs> Let's join the singularity. Um... Uh, something cool that's happening. Uh, Slipknot did a crossover with the video game Smite, where essentially you could buy their rad-looking skins of the various members of Slipknot. Um, it's just kind of a cool thing that I thought was neat enough to share if you're a fan of Slipknot. Um, I think it costs like 10 bucks for the skins and stuff. If you're interested, if you play Smite, I haven't played that thing since it first dropped, like, I don't know, 12 years ago. Dude, I will say, like, just looking at these skins, first of all, the horse and around Sharon um, might be the most amazing skin I've ever seen in my life. Um, but these things are badass. Yeah. Like, for skins in a game, Aquatic Nightmare Raw, the Necro Alchemist Vulcan, dope. And yeah, then, some of their shit is cool, for sure. Yeah, just... <laughs> and all the Slipknot ones alone, the Corey Taylor Poseidon is just fucking epic. Clown yeah, they already sick, have, yeah. It just works so well because they already have the theatrical side to their shows and stuff, and the fact they wear ma- uh, masks and costuming of sorts. It, it's very much like Oh, yeah, it makes sense. It's like short of Gore doing, uh, uh, you know, one of these crossovers. Like, it makes sense for a band that that is theatrical to be part of a video game that's over the top. And they made about, them look badass. Like, I mean, it yeah. looks like the band. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. I'm I'm super okay with this. Plus, like, of all combos for you to do, you did Smite and Slipknot. Yeah. 
come on these boys have to play slit or like they have to play smite so somebody in that band is probably like just like super oh, fucking man, good at this, this great. they like contacted him and hey there's this game called smite smite yeah let's do it whatever they want let's go yeah 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 100 <laughs> percent. they're it's they're badass yeah these things are are super fucking cool the craig jones poseidon Ugh. yeah great I'm good with this. More of this. More of this. I don't, you know, it's funny. And I'm just going to, I'm going to say it since we're kind of talking about it, but like, like Fortnite, right? Fortnite has a great selection of skins. Some of their skins, insanely badass. There's no denying it. But they're also doing something where they're like putting creators and stuff in the game, like YouTube people. And like, yeah, like Fortnite creators, which like the concept is cool. But for me, like, I'm never going to buy that skin. Like as a casual player of, of stuff like that, like I'm gonna buy the Master Chief skin, or they had like a Blanca Street Fighter skin. It's like, of course I want to run out Fortnite as Blanca. Do yeah. I want to run around Fortnite as Pokimane? Fuck no, I don't. Like, why? You're just fe- mm. feeding pockets of the wrong people. Like, let me feed the pockets of the shit that I like. But then again, I mean, Fortnite's played by a bunch of eight-year-olds, so of course they want Pokimane skins. I don't know. It's nothing against her, and good for her for having a fucking skin in a video game because I sure the hell don't. You know, but like they're choosing the wrong thing where Smite came out and was like, fuck it, Slipknot, let's rock. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just like, hell yeah, Smite. Like, I'm going to go play Smite for the sole fact that I want to look at the Slipknot skins. And I respect you guys as developers because of the stuff that you put in the gear game. Fortnite seems like a lot like Pop Vinyl where they do a lot of crossovers it seems like it's almost on a weekly basis that they're doing a crossover with somebody where like oh get this exclusive skin of batman or this exclusive skin of enter some pop culture reference here and then we're gonna do it you know like that they just do it all the time and it's great because you know people are gonna go there and be like oh that's my fucking favorite character just i'm absolutely breaking in money like a disgusting amount of money and and that's why they can do it right is because they have all this money so they can pay for all of these things and they just make all that money back because people fucking eat it up like goddamn yeah. Oreos. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is cool though. I like this. It's fun times. Um but from something awesome to something a little questionable. Um a guy created a 30 a 3D model of uh the human centipede. But he made it, and he made it with uh, gummy intestines. So he made a <laughs> a gummy uh, 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 human centipede. <laughs> I mean, it looks delicious. My question to you is, what end do you start with? Oh, I'm going butthole first, dude. You know I'm going butthole first. Especially if it's not a real butthole. I'm fucking <laughs> nom 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 in that shit like soft serve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a retro nom 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 this anus hole. And I want to try to suck the intestines out from one mouth to the butt and then eat them legs first. That would be, yeah, there's like a little red intestine that runs through all three of them. I was wondering, I thought it was a stick. I was like, why do you put a stick in the middle of my gummies? But the fact that it's all edible makes it even better. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen all of them. They're great. Oh, hey, this is a conversation I just dug a hole in and I don't want to get into. There's yeah. multiple? Yeah, there's three. What? Yeah, you, each one ramps up. The last one they have, like, I think it's 100 prisoners in a prison. I mean, redundant. Where they get them all, and it's just fucking 
lunacy. Just craziness. Yeah, you're gross, dude. The fact I didn't even know there were I didn't even know there was a sequel, let alone a tr- trilogy. Yeah, that's, you, that's you, gross. I I watched it at home sick when Netflix first came out, right? Like it was on Netflix real early. Back when I had to order a disc from Netflix to put oh, in my yeah. Wii to get Netflix. My kids don't know about that shit. Like instead of ordering a DVD, I had to order a Wii DVD, which allowed Netflix to stream to my Wii. Mm before we made an actual thing about it. You know? It's fucking crazy. Um, this is gross, and people do whatever what they do with their time, but there ain't shit in this world that I wouldn't try once, dude. Like, And it's candy? You're telling me, so hey, just, this is all just gummy candy? It's just, I will eat gummy dicks right now. I will, yeah. I will give fellatio to a rock-hard dick candy. Of rock candy is what I meant to say. Rock Especially candy since... shaped like a dick. I'm flatioing the hell out of yeah, that. Yeah, a, a, a rock hard candy. I like that. Rock That's hard great. dick candy. Uh, hard, hard dick rock candy. Hard dick rock, rock candy. Rocking in the free world. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I these ideas are always kind of fun. You know, it's silly, stupid, like nonsense that just. It makes me smile that there's people out there like that who are going to take the notorious movie and just be like, you know what? What if you made a gummy out of that? Yeah. Why what, if, what if I could eat that asshole and it not be asshole? What if I could be the fourth person in that line? Let's find out. <laughs> but you're actually Kirby and you're just. <laughs> oh. You're gross. Where do you find this stuff? Uh this one came from Nerdist. Nerdist, you're drunk. Go home. Yeah, that's where I get a lot of my stuff these days because they're the only site that doesn't bombard too badly with the uh, the ads. I mean, I'm not saying they're perfect, but... They're pretty bad, yeah. We've had worse, as we've known, or we've had some that you click their link and it goes to nothing. <laughs> uh, it's better than autoplay videos. I will tell you that I'd rather they're just the link go to nothing rather than me click on your link and it immediately blast me in the face with a 15 second ad before you ought to play a video that I probably wasn't going to watch anyway. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah, pause yeah. it and it's going to piss me off. I'm probably going to go look at something else. So staying on the topic of food as we are want to do with Kirby and ourselves being the unstoppable eating forces. Um, Engineering students at John Hopkins University solve the universal problem of burrito malfunction. You know, where you can't quite get it to stay together while they created edible burrito tape. Look, why are we funding this? Like, we got motherfuckers out here taking pictures of black holes. And it took us till 2022 before a motherfucker could tape my burrito closed and I could just eat it. Fucking great. I had this problem today, right? I brought chicken, like little chicken burritos to work. Like homemade that I just threw together this morning and I had to put them in a baggie because God forbid we have any fucking Tupperware in this house it just disappears. I got 38 fucking lids, three things of Tupperware. They're all dirty, but I had to put them in baggies. So I'm like trying to like try to wrap an unwarmed up tortilla. You know, it just ain't having it. And so like all day I'm trying to like, and I just end up eating fucking pieces of chicken out of the bag because I can't get the full burrito to come fucking out of that. It, it's just, yeah. It's but this would have solved all my problems. This would have legitly solved Where can problem. I buy it? Uh, it's Patreon, not available yet. Who's Patreon? <laughs> you have to subscribe to. So it's a clear tape, so that way 
Uh, you don't even know it's there, but uh, for the purpose of this, they did dye it blue so that way they could see exactly what they're doing. But it's exactly what you think it is. It looks like a piece of little scotch tape that goes right onto the burrito, holds it closed. Wham! I need more tape than this. I need my burrito to stay together. Like, like go ahead and just make the burrito out of tape. Like that. That's that's more my steez, you know. Can I? Yeah, yeah. No, I. But uh, this is one of those silly ideas. That's just like, of course, of course, a bunch of you know college stoned mm-hmm. fucking kids are like, man, my burrito keeps falling apart, dude. I wish there was a way it wouldn't fall apart. They're like, yeah, what holds things together? I don't know, dude. I love tape. I love it in this article too. It says, <laughs> it says community organizations also pitch some problems to team members, like the Maryland Zoo wanting to provide new enrichment items to their elephants. They're like, yeah, man, fuck those elephants. How do we get this burrito <laughs> to stay together? Like this is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like this is <laughs> good for them, dude. You're paying eight hundred billion dollars to go to school anyway. Fucking learn how to tape my burrito together. Put Do something better wanted. towards society. Fuck them elephants. They're not supposed to be here anyway. Where's all their fur? I need to get that sound effect for the soundboard. <laughs> that was that was a joke for you. That was a woolly mammoth joke for anyone who doesn't <laughs> realize we're in North America. It's supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy boy. That is some fine, top quality. Well, we got a lot of news on this list. Hey, you know, I like to talk, or at least I like to have you talk. So um, there's the show. It's relatively new. Uh, it just came back, I guess, for a fourth season. Stranger Things. Don't know if you've heard of it. Well, they teamed up with this Jansport backpack. Everybody knows Jansport. Um, and they have a line of uh, cool, like... I know you are. <laughs> They've got a line of uh, Stranger Things backpacks and such. Okay, and... you know I'll, I'll start with positives, right? First of all, backpack's badass. Like, these are cool-ass backpacks. Coolest thing they did on all of these bags, right, is they took the Jansport patch... And they turn the motherfucker upside down. Just whoever's on the Jansport marketing team murdered that one. That murdered. Nailed it. Badass. You guys did a great job. (sighs) Fuck shit that's sold out constantly. All right. This is going to be one of those things. Let's see. Can I get it? Can I get it? Can I get it? I don't want this one. Fuck that one. I can get the Demi Gorgon Hunter. The Demi Gorgon Hunter one? 70 bucks, man. and And it's in my hands. No shit. No. Okay. That one I like. That one I like. Yeah, the Demigorgon one is sick. It Uh, looks like a bag I'd actually use. Yeah, maybe. I got no. Oh, dude, the Hellfire Club one. Damn. Okay. Waste pack Hellfire is there. This this is a problem for damn $80. It's a lot of money for a backpack. Oh, yeah. Well, not for me, because I'm a backpack whore. I've got a $130 mammoth bag upstairs that literally goes out of this house twice a year. Mammoth. Yeah, but it's got my BB gun and my, my, uh, my chatty attached to it. Anyways, okay. Scratch that. I can get these. Surprising, given Stranger Things did drop three days ago. It's 420, by the way. Um... 
I looked at my watch. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's June first, basically. <laughs> um, but I eighty dollars right for a fucking JanSport bag, and I have the same problem with fucking JanSport that I have with fucking Champion clothing right now. Okay. When we were growing up, I've talked about this previously. Oh, I yeah, wore Crocs yeah, yeah. before it was fucking cool. Grandpa glass before it was fucking cool. I hated Jansport growing up because you were a poor kid with Jansport bag. Champion clothes, same shit. Oh, your mom couldn't afford Adidas or Reebok when Reebok was fucking cool? Nah, bitch, you got Champion. Now I can't afford Champion sweatshirt. I want a Champion sweatshirt? Fuck no. You know how much money we could have if we kept all the bullshit Champion right. gear our parents got us when we were kids? Like... My 1994 champion sweatshirt that I refused to wear out of the house because we weren't, we were that poor, but I didn't want people to know that. Like, that's like a fucking $300 sweatshirt now. Are you fucking kidding me? It's fucking champion, bitch. You bought that shit at Kmart. See what happened to Kmart? Now the people at Kmart are like, champion, like we were selling that for years. Y'all wouldn't come buy it. And now it's fucking got Supreme. Transport, same shit, dude. It's, it's like, y'all taking a fucking, a brand that should have died with us in the 90s and you're revamping it now and you think it's fucking cool no bitch you're being overcharged you're being overcharged and the quality's not even as good that champion sweatshirt could have saved a fucking homeless person for six winters when i was growing up it was uncomfortable it was thick and now you guys are fucking spending 200 dollars on a t-shirt that has the champion c on it not even embroidered screen printed mind you and that's the coolest fucking thing you can wear outside Go fuck yourself, new generation. Get off my lawn. Get out of here. These bags, on the other hand, dope. And we may charge a fucking PayPal credit charge to this in a little bit, but that's neither here nor there. I can't believe you can get them. I'm not even going to lie. Like, how many things have we looked at on this show? I know. I feel that, so bad, too. Cause I, <laughs> that I just like... could not get my hands on. Yeah, I am a this... fucking Stranger Things fanatic too like i am yeah there's a reason it is 4 20 and we're recording this episode because my ass in this three-day weekend did not watch stranger things started it last night just like the movies tried to go to sleep and so we're recording an early episode because all i'm gonna do for the rest of the day is i'm gonna get off here i'm gonna go shower i'm gonna pet my puppers and i'm gonna watch stranger things for the rest of the night yeah we do have a lot of shit to talk about yeah there's there was another page we got to the other page um because we're gonna go would, straight from news to what we're talking about for the day <laughs> basically right um you know what we could skip that next one for sure that's not a big day so remember no, we, we bring it up because i just want to just say something about this actually. you want to talk about the winnie just the pooh a little horror bit, movie yeah. Wait, let's just winnie, talk about the news fuck it okay so there's uh winnie the pooh um slasher m- movie called blood and honey Right, Winnie the Pooh, Blood yes. and Honey. Uh, it's a horror film. Um, yes, not it sure is. if it's supposed to be Winnie the Pooh or if it's just people wearing masks. Uh, all of like um, uh, strangers. strangers, yeah, or the crazy something like that. Kind of what it seems like, but maybe it's not. If it's legit, like if that's supposed to be freaking uh, uh, old Piglet there, like that is fucking some twisted shit. But it looks great. It looks like exactly what you'd want—a spooky slasher. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. The movie follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a rampage after Christopher Robin abandons them. This shit looks wild. It looks wild. This is scary. This looks scary. This looks scary for the same reason that the strangers were scary, right? People in masks not saying shit, staring you down. 
Fuck that. Fuck all of that. Okay. The pictures that they show here, this is frightening. This is a especially, frightening horror-looking monster movie. Especially if they got Jim Cummings to do the voice. Oh bother, you're about oh, to die. Oh my god, please. Oh, it would haunt my fucking around. dreams, dude. Like it would haunt me. Okay, I have to ask since we're on the show, right? I've seen you take a drink of it since the beginning of the show. You guys can't see this for your audio listeners only. Rick is drinking a flaming hot Mountain Dew right now. How yeah. is it, sir? Could you drink two of them? Back you, to back? Yeah. It's they're drinkable. They're super drinkable. Like and I think that's why they mass produce them. I mean, you can get them in 12 packs now readily available at your local It's so weird. I I have one. You gave me one, right? So I have one. I did. And I'm going to drink it. And but it's just like spicy cold stuff is so weird to me, right? It is very strange. Like, it's just like the fizz in my mouth turning into spiciness seems like an odd combination. Mm -hmm. Like you're, that feeling should be gone by now. Why is it still here? Yeah. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I had to ask because, like I said, I've seen you drinking it throughout the show, and I'm like, this motherfucker's still drinking this flaming hot Mountain Dew. Like it's just a regular Mountain Dew. It it super is. It's super weird. It's super uh, fun. I don't know. Interesting. But yeah, like the, the Winnie the, the Pooh shit looks scary as hell. Like, like genuinely terrifying. And it's unnecessary. I, I guess. Look, if you're going to revamp a series, don't give me the same bullshit that you gave me in 1991. You know, like I want a different take on it. This is what I'm talking about. You take Christopher Robin abandoning his fucking his animals. Left animals. I can't tell anymore. Is it a Calvin and Hobbes situation over there? They were stuffed, but in his imagination. Okay, yeah, it's Calvin and Hobbes situation going yeah. on. Sweet, perfect. He's abandoning his animals, and they're like, fuck this kid. And they're going on a murder spree. Imagine if Hobbes did it, right? He's a fucking tiger. Oh, yeah. He'd and what is Tigger going to do, dude? That, that's what I want to know. Like, they just show Piglet and... Piglet and, is and, horrifying. And Winnie the Pooh, like I want to see the rest of the gang. You know, let's see Kangaroo and Rue. Let's see how fucked up that gets. Yeah, yeah. What is Eeyore gonna do? Eeyore's just like, thanks for noticing. Me cut your head off. <laughs> you know, like, or he's gonna be do losing. something else super dark that he's gonna we don't want to bring up. Losing his tail down their throats. You know, like you know, he'll be doing something. I got the crazy eyes going on today. Crazy eyes. Um, like I said, I look at myself most of the time, so don't don't worry. I just I keep glancing over, and I'm like, you look like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those just weird random things that you come across that you're like, that's a thing now. <laughs> so they're working on uh, getting that edited and finished up so that they way they can release it sometime at the end of this year, hopefully in time for Halloween. Um, so I remember talking to you about this and the likeness of dead celebrities. Well, Stanley's likeness was sold to Marvel in a 20 year deal. Um, this, it's so weird. This is so weird, it's, right? It's weird. Of course, of course, Marvel gets it because why, why wouldn't they like that? Marvel is Stanley. Stanley is Marvel. Who gets the money? First of all, like who sold his likeness? That's a crazy thing. Does, is it like, does his family get money for that? Does another company get money for that? Is this something that was set up before Stanley died? Or because he's dead, they can just be like, like, could I have came out and been like, hey, Marvel, 
you give me eight million, you can use Stanley in your movies. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't understand how, how this, like, why, why does anyone have to buy or sell it? Like, yeah. why can't they just fucking CGI his ass into shit? As long as you're not making him like suck dick in a porno, which, I mean, really, it's like, if you want it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you could find it, but I just, I don't understand how this all works. Like, it's very confusing to me. But, you know, it's better. Like, what if DC bought Stanley's rights? Then they had, they they had his them, rights. Like... Could they put him in DC movies and just have every DC villain fucking chop his head off? I, that's, that's the weird gray area that, like, we were kind of discussing before, where it's like, I mean, the ethical thing is what it is, especially if his estate was like, sure, you're, you're going to pay us money so you can keep using his likeness in movies or whatever you you deem worthy. Like, cool. But. And this gets real weird, right? So I, I just want to run down this list real fast, then we can kind of move on. But so what can Marvel do with Stanley? Quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It can use Stanley's name and likeness in feature films, TV productions, theme parks, experiences, for example, a cruise line and in merchandising. It can use digital technologies and archival footage to, to imitate Lee's likeness, which means they can put him into holograms, um, stuff like that, which is wild, right? They can pretty much bring him back to life in a weird way. Lee can appear as a toy on stationary apparel, video games, and in vir virtual reality. Okay. That covers everything. <laughs> Marvel can replicate, recreate, or use recordings of Lee's voice. Uh, Okay, so anything that he's got digitally, pretty much, you can reuse and chop and screw it together to make him say whatever you want. So they pretty much got likeness to his deep fake, in theory. Yeah. Marvel can continue to use Lee's signature. Seems kind of weird and off See, to me. That, was, that one's a little like... like... Why? Why do you need his fucking signature? That's his signature. Not Like, you guys can't just buy... They they literally just bought him as a person after he died. Yes, yeah, like super odd. And they can technically the studio can place Lee in films such or much like Star Wars stars Carrie Fisher and Peter Cushing were digitally placed into Rogue One. Right. Which makes sense, right? Because Lee makes a cameo in every Marvel thing that has ever been on screen, pretty much, just like Stephen King does in his own movies. But. It's weird that, like, unlike a Stephen King movie, right? Well, Stephen King's not dead, so it's kind of a bad example. But when they, when, when Stephen King unfortunately does pass away, they're going to continue to make Stephen King movies. Like, you know, they are. They're going to recreate it for a fourth fucking time. He's going to be in it. So, like, who buys that? Like, who buys the rights to Stephen King? Because he kind of just does stuff with anyone. Whereas Marvel owned by disney disney has fucking amount of money to you know rebuild the world twice over like of course it makes sense for you guys to purchase stan lee stan lee's image and i yeah. th that steve still seems bad to say because you're buying much more than his fucking image like you're buying a signature which means you're gonna put his fake signature on stuff yeah for what purpose it's not a real signature it's not a stan lee signature it's a printed signature for why why do I want a fake autograph on my shit? It makes no sense to me. I don't yeah, like the fact that someone can profit off of that, the death of someone that has no say in who gets to profit. And 
that's the weird gray area of the whole thing is like especially the signature because like half the fun of like hunting down your favorite creator is being able to you know maybe get a signature of them. Yeah. you know at the very least maybe a photo with them but to be able to get their hancock on it like that's an that's like this makes it official that's that's hit that's his hand doing that and for them to be able to basically just print copy and paste it onto whatever they want really diminishes the um you know the the like uh, originality the the experience of being able to meet somebody and you know get that from them in a personal way i it just seems very um i don't know it's just kind of cold but it's also like it just will yeah. we, it's it's a weird thing but like here we are it really like, puts a bad they, taste in my mouth they are gonna do it but like now we've gone i think two or three movies without him in it to start putting him back in there seems like a weird step you know, know if you were if you were gonna do it you should have done it by now yeah i don't like it or just left it alone yeah i don't like it but yeah, it's just weird. It's like they're listening to us and they're coming up with ideas because we're like talking about like, what if they just take the likeness of the person and use it? And oh, oh yeah, they did I it wish with, I could say that well was the case because my downloads of, don't know. show that you're listening, Disney. Yeah, Disney, listen more. Get all your employees to watch. That would be great. Thank you. So Make it homework, much. please. So there's this place called Mountain Dew Outpost that you can get uh, Mountain Dew that's uh, uh like formerly unreleased stuff you could go there it's this place in uh johnson kentucky or sorry John- johnson county uh tennessee God, uh, words are weird um but uh they've um yeah they're they're basically a mountain dew outpost that you can visit and it's mountain dew oh dude you get so much more than that right two flavor adventure tasting areas in the former gift shop a nature-themed wallpaper with a guitar playing Al, a raccoon preparing to dunk a basketball, and a Mountain Dew branded woodpecker. What? A rewrapped fire tower with Mountain Dew branding. Flavor voting stations featuring six, six brand oh, new shit. flavors. Uh, all of them seem disgusting except for the sixth one and the first one. Number one, apple cinnamon. Fuck yeah. Inspired by Southern desserts, particularly Tennessee's stack cake. This flavor includes notes of apple, cinnamon, and brown sugar flavors. Number two, absolutely disgusting, dill pickle. Get that shit out of my fucking face. We know how I feel about pickles. It's gross. Eat it. Fuck you. Number three, s'mores. It's not going to be good. We we know this from s'mores flavors. I'm on the the fence about it. I'd try it. Uh, Number four, elderberry. Hey, did you know? This one, inspired by juicy berries found in the wild. The elderberry. Really, I know exactly what that tastes like. Found a lot yeah, of berries in know. the wild, Mountain Dew. Some of them more berries. Uh, number five, <laughs> huckleberry. Again, with the Huck- berries. So is the elderberry, like, inspired by a huckleberry? I don't know. This is elder. An elderberry is an older huckleberry. <laughs> uh, huckleberry was always a weird word to me. I always thought like dingleberry when I heard huckleberry. So that's my weird I mean, I didn't thing. even think huckleberry was a real thing. I just thought like huckleberry Finn, you know? Yeah, well, I mean. Huck, 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 you're right. Yeah. I, yeah. It's an actual berry, apparently. It's not just what huckleberry <laughs> tasted like. 
Um, and number and six, the last flip, yeah. Summer Popsicle, which we all know if you think of a Summer Popsicle, what do you think of? Otter Pops. But secondary, <laughs> Rocket Pops, <laughs> because that is the most American Popsicle you can have other it than is. the fucking side-mouth-cutting Otter Pops. Yeah, no doubt. Those Otter Pops were the shit back in the day. Is that oh, what you guys would... called them? Um, I think so. Okay, well, you were a great help. Uh, this seems ridiculous. I do want to see the uh, guitar playing Al. You guys got me on that one. I yeah, I'd like to see that. Otherwise, Thanks, you're really fucking swinging for the fences on your flavors here. It, and if Mountain Dew, if you make a s'mores one, make it like a fucking like one of those Starbucks drinks where it's like a creamy drink. Mm, you know, yeah, remember when yeah. Monster came out with like Mean Bean? And like the loco moco, which was sort of like coffee. You don't drink energy drinks, huh? I, I don't do coffee. It's a. Anyways, I know. I, anyway, anyways. I don't help things. Okay. I, away from the point. All right. They made the that... creamy ones and they were amazing. And it, like, if you come out with a s'mores soda and like it carbonates the way like a soda does, it's not going to be good. You got to make it like a. Uh, you gotta make it like a creamy drink. Like I want, I, like I want my stomach to hurt, or I need to take lactate when I drink that drink, or make it like a yuhu where it's water-based chocolate. Mm. Yes, or make it a frozen it's drink good. or something. I don't fucking, know. I don't know. This is crazy. Y'all have too much. I'm money. just, I'm just thinking it's it's time for a road trip. You just thinking about uh, what huckleberry must have tasted like. Mmm, sweet. For a road trip to Tennessee. Yeah. And like, because like they've got this whole thing for collectors, a scavenger hunt will be set up across the mountain on June 4th, 5th, whatever. Uh, those that find archery targets hidden across the mountain can collect tokens to trade in at the outpost for various prizes. It just sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. Anytime you put scavenger hunt and mountain into the same thing, yeah, it seems like fun. Let's go. Uh, this- Doe Mountain. <laughs> I love that it like gives me the video, but the video up top here shows Washington County. Washington County, Tennessee woman pleads guilty to tax fraud theft. <laughs> Tails and paws, Washington County, Johnson's City Animal Shelter. Call called to No. To get get your pet. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm about to get a second one. Oh no, I mean, Yeah, I dude. I want a second pupper. Washington needs so... a friend. There you go, Dome Mountain Recreation Area. It's yeah, not if we're the, taking a road trip, bro, it's going to be to fucking Utah anytime soon. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's where that's at, right? Yeah, that's 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 yeah. where I want to go. That's where would... Toby wants to go. But instead, instead of us making a trip to Utah for the podcast next year, you're going to some fucking stupid country across the water that you don't even speak their language. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to Zimata, Ireland. Zimataland. Yeah, Ireland, Scotland. Hey, you want to go ahead and get into this nostalgia? Fuck. Before so we get into money. this, I do want to say Rick and I had a discussion at the beginning of the show. I said, hey, we're doing a lot of two hour shows. We need to stop doing two hour shows. Mm-hmm. So we're like, yeah, dude, we'll just get rid of the talk about thing in the beginning. Perfect. All right. 
it we are an hour and a half in boys and we're just starting fucking nostalgia so it's either gonna be a very fast nostalgia or welcome back to our continuous two-hour show <laughs> there's just so much to talk about well it's and... me and i understand this even more so today because we it's fresh in our mind about us not talking and i just fucking like talking i really i do it's just gibberish fresh. coming out of my face and it Especially gives... about those uh, next-gen black holes, you know? Like, I, I don't know why they got so under my skin, but it did. It just... Things we spend our money on. And that's oh, coming from a man that spends our money on a bunch of stupid stuff. Like, conventions! Hey! Uh, so this week, for nostalgia, we're going to kind of talk about conventions. And the reason this comes up this way uh, is Rick and I went to a convention... Over the last two weekends, yeah, um, it's wild. Like this, yeah. We this is what our second time meeting outside of work at like a non-work related. Like first time was the birthday yes. party, and then the second time was for Retromania, which is like, no, we are friends. Like we yes. do want to spend time with each other. Just, hey, I mean, look, we've talked about it in the yeah. past. That you know, we share so much in common throughout our entire life, right? Like we do, we have so much in common as people, and except for the one major thing that we don't have in common children we don't i don't have kids i i don't have children i like my literal my literal responsibility right sasha be good don't chew the books and then i close and lock the door guess what she's gonna survive like chances are whether i'm gone for two hours or 10 hours that dog's gonna survive it is. Yeah. I don't have to tell her where I'm going. I don't have to bring her with me. In fact, most places would say don't, you know? Biggest thing, right? That's the biggest thing. But on a positive note, even with your, you know, unfortunate circumstances of being a parent, oh, uh, <laughs> we got to meet up and go to conventions. So we had Retromania, which for all intents and purposes is... Uh, pop culture collectible convention. Um, yeah. I say convention because they say convention, but in reality, it's like a big flea market yard sale thing. And it wasn't even that big. Okay. And it sucks, right? Because I really like conventions. I have a hard habit, and you, I think you're kind of the same way with this is like, I want to go to those so bad because of all the stuff that I think I'm going to find and buy. And I get there and realize that two things. First of all, it's full of Star Wars stuff. Like every booth has Star Wars stuff. And guess what? I don't collect Star Wars stuff at all, ever. None, none at all. The stuff that I have in my house was gifted to me if it's Star Wars based. Uh, the second thing is I just like, it's hard for me to spend a decent amount of money on myself. I'll buy a hundred one dollar things but never one one hundred dollar thing mm. like it just you know i don't know if it's something in my head so it gets to stuff where like a convention like this where it's not really a convention right it's more of a yard sale and i go in there and there's a lot of cool shit to to buy right there's a lot of stuff that i want that i should buy but i don't like paying market First and foremost, I don't like paying market prices for anything. And second, I, I say no to so many things waiting for that one thing that I want to buy that I just don't end up buying anything and especially anything worthwhile. Right. So this past convention, 
um there was like there was really one thing that i was searching for uh which was horror movies like i wanted i wanted to build my horror vhs collection what better place to find horror vhs's than a convention that is based literally around retro stuff games toys movies books right not fucking one well I, that's a lie i did buy hellraiser i bought the first hellraiser on vhs um the only horror vhs i found the entire time we were there they had a surprisingly larger amount of horror stuff than i was expecting yes which was like i was going in with kind of the same thought of you because we've got a, a beefy vhs collection but it was just like we don't have horror in it and that's it's like, so hard to find but like trying to find anything pre-90s like horror yeah like, it's impossible oh you, you want a find... copy of mimic we have 12 yeah 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 like exactly. you want like, friday the 13th part six no did they make that on vhs i haven't seen one nothing i did <laughs> i did pick up some goosebumps vhs's in the clamshell which was cool okay. um huh great oh that's good stuff yeah 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 you know i picked up uh an original copy of the terminator on vhs because why 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 wouldn't i um i did buy a couple vhs's don't get me wrong and like we we bought some cool stuff but the one thing i'll say like coming out of that is i it's not what i'm looking for in a convention even though what i'm looking for is something i never partake in right and that's like outside of shopping stuff the panels mm -hmm. you know the the announcements the stuff like that that mostly only come with large size conventions right yeah. now i've been to a couple of the retro shows in and around denver um and sometimes they can be great like you know some of the best hallmark ornaments that daisy put on our tree daisy and i put on our tree every year came from a retrocon at a ramada plaza in thornton a few years back you know i ended up buying a bunch of stuff i bought um like a dope ass painting uh bought a couple vhs's i bought a board game i bought an inbox atari you know some ornaments like i bought quite a bit of stuff but this one just did not have that feel for me whereas like the stuff that i saw the closest thing i i came to like spending legit money was a complete box copy of maximum carnage for the super nintendo which i already own i just don't own a box copy of and he had a great price on it but i just couldn't bring myself to spend the money and every castle grayskull i passed i wanted like everyone every one of them that i passed i wanted surprisingly not as expensive as what i expected them to be right they hover anywhere between like 60 and 100 bucks um for the ones that i found so I didn't buy it off i bought like one of the coolest things i bought at this this past convention was the goddamn the freddy claw chopsticks oh the chopsticks they were great they're unusable can't use them because they lock yeah. the ends into the glove and you can't spread the chopsticks it's, it's completely pointless but god damn it they look cool you know and it was just like that was five dollars that i spent because i wanted to i was gonna ask you about that because you guys went and had far or something afterwards and i was like i wonder if they actually if those were used. did you say went far didn't you go to fa afterwards fa. yeah we went we went nate fa uh um, not near but fa yeah 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 <laughs> um so in your opinion what makes a convention and your ideal like hey we're going to a convention what are the main touchstones that 
have to be there for it to be a convention and not just like a, a retro gathering to sell your wares. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Like, like, first of all, interest. Like, what I found through a lot of the conventions that I've been to in the past, right, is the more pinpointed an interest the convention follows, the more fun I have, mm. right? Whereas, like, you get something like RetroCon, it's fun, and it, it has its positives, but at the same time, there are aspects where it's, like, almost too much, right? And I'll, I'll put this in example. Uh, the fav- my favorite convention that I've ever been to, and we've talked about this on the show in the past, is BlizzCon. I got to go to BlizzCon 2018. Um, and for those of you who don't know, BlizzCon was put on by Blizzard Entertainment, the makers of, of Warcraft, of Overwatch, Diablo. Um, it is a very prestigious convention in the sense that, like, it sells out in minutes every year, no matter what. And it, they, they, and it's only Blizzard stuff. It's only yeah. Blizzard stuff. There isn't things like, the most that you can buy there that isn't Blizzard is if you want like a Corsair keyboard because Corsair has a, a booth, right? But there's not like a booth hall like there is at like normal conventions. Like you go to, you know, Denver Comic Con, for example. There's like a booth hall where you can walk through all the cool shit, you know, the artist corridor and stuff like that. And then there are the lecture halls, you know, where you can go, you know, sit through the panels and stuff like that, which is great because you have the option to it is very hard to just walk booths and look to spend money for a full day, right? You want to get your money out of the ticket and something like a Comic-Con that's going to have panels or announcements where the artist corners and stuff like that are very cool because there are places that you can not only waste time, you can take a break in the middle of the day, get some food, have a drink and be like, yeah, all right, you ready to go hit the other side? Like, sweet. Let's go. Let's go wait in line for this or wait in line for that. Whereas like, you know, BlizzCon, for example, was a party or something that I genuinely love. I mm-hmm. just Blizzard as a company, you know, away from some of the, the like dark stuff that's been popping up for the last two years, their games, their lore, their culture has been a big part of my life in general, and especially in the games that I play, right? So BlizzCon was a dream. We get tickets to BlizzCon, most stressful experience I ever went to. And all it was for us was a party, right? We were doing the bucket list thing. It didn't even matter what we did while we were there because being there was such, so much excitement just being there that what was going on while we were there was like the least important part of it all. You know, there was a couple things that we wanted to do while we were there as far as um, with the convention itself. Lindsey Sterling was one of the closing acts. We could see Lindsey Sterling live at the end of a two-day convention um the announcements for blizzard games and then the esports aspect right we sat down and watched a bunch of overwatch a bunch of world of warcraft uh arena um i i forced brian the kid that i went with to sit down and watch a bunch of heroes of the storm stuff and what was cool about that is if you're any bit into blizzard esports all the championships culminate at blizzcon this is where all the championship stuff happens right Everything That's they cool. did up to the year, BlizzCon's always held in the first weekend of November. Um, and now come to find out, that's the second to last BlizzCon ever. Right? That we don't yeah. think that BlizzCon will come back. Now they've, you know, they got bought by Activision. Now they got bought by fucking Microsoft. 
we don't think that Microsoft's just going to allow Blizzard to put out a BlizzCon, right? They're just going to do whatever they do. So for me, like my favorite one was a pinpointed interest uh, convention wise, no panels except for announcement panels, which were whole convention type things where it's like everyone in there came to the room that they were announcing because there's only a certain amount of people that are allowed in to that kind of convention. But for me, like, that's the big thing. Like I want the option to do more than just shop. Right. Yeah. Cause at that point it doesn't seem like a convention as much as it seems like a, like a gathering. I don't know. I don't know what word I'm looking for here, but you, you kind of see where I'm going at. Yeah. 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 I mean, Retromania did have a few celebrities. Do you consider that part of a good convention to have some kind of, you know? Yes and no, right? For some people, yes, it's a, it's a major part. And they did get some like heavy hitters, surprisingly, because uh, they got Sam Jones, Flash Gordon was there. And this thing is like held, just to put it in perspective, this thing is held in like a big pole barn, right? At, at their yeah. war fairgrounds in the middle of bumfuck out east. Um, so they did get some names to come in. I think Raphael, the the guy who played uh Raphael in in the nineties versions yeah. of TMNT was there. Uh, yeah. which who the fuck knows who that is unless you show up in the fucking Raphael costume. I don't give a shit, buddy. Um but Yeah, good that on you. that was an interesting one because it is like, oh hey, it's Ken Scott, and it's like Oh, you were the guy inside of the suit, yes. not the voice. Yes. So it's like weird okay they had a guy from killer clowns from outer space there which was cool because uh, finally i feel like killer clowns is getting a little bit of the recognition it deserves and it's not just a cult thing anymore it's starting to be on the come up for some reason considering i've loved that movie since i was a kid yeah but yeah like something like that for me i would like this is what why blizzcon was so cool right because you've got with the introduction of it's all games right so for me it was all games so there weren't celebrities necessarily to meet, yeah. except for the people that you watch play those games. So a yeah. lot of the reason that it was so cool for us is because of all the people we were able to interact with that we never thought we would be able to. And we did so in like a community type thing. I didn't have to pay for it. I took a picture with them with my cell phone, shook their hands, you know, whereas like celebrities and conventions, it's tough because you have to wait in line, you have to meet them, you know they're just, you know, for the most part, they're just going about their day because they're getting paid for every one of these that got paid, you know? Yeah. So for me, it that doesn't make a breaker convention to me because I'm not going to meet them, because I'm not going to pay to meet someone because I just, I don't care that much, right? There are very few people in this world that I would probably pay to meet. And even then, it would still hurt me because I want to, like, have a conversation with someone, Right. I want them to go home and remember me just as much as I remember them. Battery low. But I don't get yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah the I don't likelihood of them that. going, dude, that dude, I, God, he really, that Toby, he was a real. Like, that guy was real cool, wild... man. Had a beer with yeah, him at the bar, like, bought me a yeah. drink, you know? And I, I don't get that with, with like, the celebrity meeting. Charging you know? battery. Like, I want, yeah. I want there to be other stuff to do. But this kind of brings up the next question. Does either like what what makes up like is there something you look towards for a main convention stay? Like say because because Retromania was cheap, right? It was 
Yeah, that one was whatever. Just the, ten, ten it bucks costs to get more in gas to go than it. Yeah, hundred percent. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> um, that that was just to see what it was about. The fact that it was so cheap, and the fact that it's relatively close, so I didn't have to drive, you know, to Loveland or or Colorado Springs or anything is great. Um, that that was kind of the one that piqued my interest, just because it's like okay, retro thing. Let's go check it out. Exactly. Let's see what what. You know, seeing seeing that oh, they have celebrities here too. Okay, so it's got a little bit of legitness if they're gonna have a celebrity actually there or more than just one. It's like oh, it's kind of cool. Um, usually when I go to a convention outside of like the Denver uh, Denver Comic Con because those I I'd volunteer at because ticket prices are way too expensive in my opinion. Um, I would volunteer at those just to go there and see what I could see. Yeah, that's whereas, a fucking whereas, loophole in the system. Yeah, whereas something like Genghis, uh, Genghis Khan, a yeah. local, I would go to that to specifically play a game. That one, for those who don't know, it's basically a big board game board slash game convention, LARP convention. It's a game convention, so that's that would probably be more down your aisle of like a, it's, it's a very niche, like you know, there's stuff for you to play, and sometimes they'll have creators and there's booths and you know all that stuff. So it's a very typical kind of convention setting, but. The fun part is that you can legitimately go to different things and be like, oh, that, that game sounds cool. Can I try it? And they'll be like, yeah, we're playtesting it here live. And you're like, oh, shit, really? I can get on the ground floor, so to speak, yeah. and help develop this thing? Or, you know, we'd go to those quite a bit for, you know, LARP stuff. But um, typically, if I'm paying money to go to one, it's going to have a specific goal in mind. Like, Ex Yeah. A horror we, convention, a yeah, board yeah. game convention. And it's one of the things that Comic-Con, and see, like, I can kind of go both ways with something like Comic-Con. Like, it's almost gotten too big for its own good, it, which well, is a double-edged sword because it's not Comic-Con anymore. It's Fan Fun Fest oh, the, or something. The, the, I, fan, so the fan Expo has taken, taken it over, and it used to be volunteers would go, and you'd basically get paid where you get a free pass. So I could go volunteer in the morning. Tiff comes down in the afternoon. She's got a free ticket in. I get the rest of the day to fuck off and do yeah. whatever I want. Super cheap way for us to do it. Now they do it where you essentially get paid to be a volunteer, which is well, not volunteering, not volunteering. You're, You're just basically getting a part-time job. job. They'll tell you what to do. Exactly. So it's like, and I haven't done it because they keep putting it at weird times. They had one in, October, like near Halloween, and I was like, no, that's not gonna work. And then the next one's like Fourth of July weekend, which I'm like, that's not gonna work. So well, they usually do it on Father's Day and Gay Pride Festival Day. So Oh, which was great because the costumes that people would come up with, there's nothing like seeing a Deadpool that's gay pride out. Like yeah. you're like it just that it was always funny to me. That could have been. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you get to see some shit on that weekend in Denver, especially. It was always funny to me when they did that, too, because it was always on Father's Day. Yeah. And Pride always, for some reason, is during Father's Day week. And then yeah. you put Comic-Con, so it's like, hey, let's put all the disappointing people to their fathers and just remove the day <laughs> for the dads, right? So I was just like, We're damn, like, poor dads that are disappointed in their children for whatever reason, whether they're nerds or, you know, or experimenting with sexuality or whatever it is. We're just going to take away your day yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. going to put all the stuff you're disappointed in your children for on that day. And it's just like, damn guys, really? 
Like, that's kind of harsh to Papa's everywhere because it's like. And I'm over here like, well, I want to go downtown and experience all that. All of that. Yeah, yeah. You're the, you're the outlier in that situation, right? Um, not saying that all dads are disappointed in their, or their no, gay or nerdy children. That's not what I'm trying to put out. But it was always funny. Is that ironic? Is that the word I'm trying to look for? Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, damn, ironic, like you, yeah. you've, you've did some weird stuff. So this is interesting, right? Because. I, w- I want to ask you what your very first convention was, because I have a very random Whoa. answer for mine. Um, and it's going to be mind blowing to some people. I want to say my first convention was probably with my dad going to Genghis Khan or one of the local uh, conventions. Like a Starfest. Yeah, Starfest, which I, speaking of, speaking to that, they had their final yeah. convention this which year. Which is so weird to me that, like, so it's a pretty popular convention. So it makes me wonder, like, what's going on or why they're kind of taking away that small style. I, it's hard to say, like, especially with, you know, the COVID stuff over the last few years really kind of hurt conventions in a way. And this isn't a big convention, but like, I remember going to that one and it being the first year of the pop culture classroom hosting a comic con there. Oh, okay. Which, which literally next year would be hosted at the convention center and become Denver comic con. So it's a wild thing to go, wait, Starfest is going away yet. It was the one who kind of helped us get the big, yeah, it was the pioneer of, of what we're messing with. Yeah. It was interesting. And that's a real bummer to see something like so established kind of fall by the wayside, you know? And it really kind of puts fear that, like, you know, something like like Denver Comic Con, something so huge and makes so much money, yeah. is getting to the point where it's pushing out the small ones that kind of made it. Yeah, you know, and you hate to see it because I don't want to just be left with Denver Comic Cons. Like, if that's all I'm, if that's the only convention I can go to in a year, it looks like I'm not going to conventions anymore. Because you know? the the price is right there on the heading. You know, it's like. Yeah, they're paying a lot of money for it to be as big as it is. And there's something quaint and kind of fun going to a smaller convention where, you know, it might be held at a Ramada Inn off of 25. Yes. But, like, it's kind of cool because it is. And you feel like you're going to this very, like, niche thing that's, like, not everybody's here. Like, Ex- not, exactly. not, not, not the, the mainstream or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, the general, the general public. The general public. I mean. The general public doesn't know about this. Yes. And that's what makes them special, not, you know, for people like us, right? And it's kind of an elitist attitude when you look at is. it, but it's exactly that. Like, I'm, I, you know, I'm that kind of nerd 365 days a year, and yeah. I don't want to be hanging out with the fucking lobies that think nerd, you know, I don't want to say think nerd being a nerd is cool because I've, I've always been like this in one way or another, but like. Like, I don't want to have to go walk around with the fucking normies, you know, like this is the place for me to to be the normie. Like, I don't need y'all coming off the street as a fucking tourist attraction and waiting in line to see something that you could give two fucks about just for the sake of saying that you were there, you know, and yeah. and that's that's kind of coming with the culture of, of you know, and, and fuck, I mean, we're going to be the same way when we're going to conventions this year, too, with like carrying a camera or streaming it. It's like you have no reason to fucking be there except for content where it yeah. just so happens to help content for us, but I'm going to be there anyway. Yeah. Like whether I have a camera with me or not, like I'm going because we go. So 
the reason I bring it up, and I, I wanted to ask about your first con, right? Because my my situation was was very different, right? My parents don't my parents don't do shit like that. So anytime I got to go to conventions or anything like that growing up, um, you know, given I wasn't nearly into games and the pulp culture and stuff that I'm into now is because of my childhood. So they weren't we weren't going to Comic Cons while I was growing up. Uh, my very first convention, and I've been to two of them now, uh, is one called Acquire the Fire. Um, and I've asked people if they've had this one out here, right? Like west of the Mississippi. Um, Acquire the Fire was a Christian convention. Oh, my. Um, so I was going with youth groups. Uh, they were all-day events, ended with a concert. I got to see Reliant K twice when I was growing up um, before I knew that they went beyond the Christian community, right? Because when I was growing up, Reliant K, they were a Christian band. They, I mean, they still are, um, but they were only Christians. Like, like you only knew of Reliant K if you were in some sort of, of Christ community, you know? So like Acquire the Fire was, it was, for lack of a better word, it was a missionary convention, right? You would go there as youth groups, as churches, um, pastors, students, whatever, and this is where you could like sign up to go to Portugal for two months and preach the word of Jesus Christ, which look at my young age, when I'm going to these things at like 12 years old, I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go to Portugal. Yeah. yeah. Guess what I don't want to do in Portugal? No. I don't want to <laughs> spread the word of fucking Jesus Christ to people that don't want to fucking have the word spread. Because even at that time, I didn't give a fuck about the word of Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> I was just going to church because that's what my parents told me to go do. Not because I enjoyed the word, you know, or, or wholeheartedly believed in religion. And it's nothing against people that do, because I do think that they do great work and stuff like Acquire the Fire, especially back then in like the early 2000s, was a dope thing. Now, probably not so great anymore, because we've really just shown what Christianity and Catholicism can do for the world. Um, but it's interesting. So like as I grew up and got to go to more conventions, you know, at at the beginning of it, it was all based off of what that Christian convention was and what I thought I was going into going into other conventions, right? Conventions are not like acquire the fire at all. Yeah. Um, some of them yeah. are BlizzCon kind of was in a non-Christian sort of way. Like you got to try out all the cool stuff that they were doing. And then they told you about all the stuff that was coming out. And then they ended it all with an extravaganza. The difference was, is I was fucking 22 beers deep in California, where I apparently don't have a limit of beers that I can drink in a day. Um, and the concert was of a fucking hot chick playing a violin. It was great. It was awesome. Mm. But like now, as we get older, you know, again, it's in retromania kind of, kind of, put that in perspective for me is one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about conventions is that like i'm almost going to be more picky about my conventions in the future so i can do that pinpointed con right yeah. i want to go to this one because of horror i want to go to this one like uh in june coming up here in a couple weeks uh we have uh tcg or t tcc tcgc uh there's some sort of acronym that goes on with trading card con um uh, trading trading card game convention uh but we have we have the trading card the card convention coming up here in june um held out at the nassau western complex so that'll be another one i'm gonna poke into um and see but again you you go back to that well i'm gonna go here because like i can play pokemon i know how to play magic the gathering 
I want to look at dope ass cards that I could maybe buy and add into a collection or even stuff as simple as uh, like World of Warcraft has a, a trading card game. Um, not a lot of people oh. play it anymore, but guess what? There people will be playing it. I have full decks for the World of Warcraft trading card game. And maybe I want to go talk to other people that have full decks yeah. and be like, hey, there are 12 people in Denver that play this game and can teach me how to play this game and actively play it with me. Will you play? And they'll be like, fuck yeah, dude. Like Let's this game's go. tight as fuck. Like we've been playing it <laughs> since it released, you know? So like for me and conventions and the future now, given you and I both will probably still end up going to a Denver comic con because it is what it is. It's yeah. Denver comic con. You know, if I want to see some of the coolest panels that I'll see all year long, it's going to happen there, you know, but for me, it's going to be a lot more pinpointed conventions and something like Retromania, I will probably always go to because of the $10 price tag that they throw on it. Yeah. But like my fun after I leave it, cause I'm only going to spend two hours there. I'm not going to be able to spend an entire day there. It really puts <laughs> into perspective, you know, how much you take for granted. Some of the uh, pinpointed cons, the horror cons, yeah. the trading card, yeah. the game cons, stuff like that. So it, it kind of sucks because I did have fun. It's always nice hanging out with you and the family and being able to do stuff that not only we share an interest in, but also we get to talk about on the podcast for whatever reason. But going forward, I'm going to make a lot more instead of going to every convention, I'm going to go to the ones that I want to, you know, yeah. that I'll really genuinely like, Hey, I might poke into this one because it's 10 bucks. I want to walk around and see what's up, but I don't plan on doing or buying really anything. Um, and I'm going to save that money for stuff like Genghis Khan and, you know, the trading card game con where I can be like, Hey, I'm going to go spend $200 and I know exactly what the fuck I'm going to spend it on today. You know, I think that just, it's one of those weird things where, like you said, with, with like Starfest dying, we just hope that it doesn't push out those pinpointed cons for a larger convention that is going to encompass a lot more things because it's not what, you know, people like me, and I don't want to speak for you, really want to see, you know, it's not why I'm going. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about a big Comic-Con is that you are able to, they're able to bring in things that we wouldn't get otherwise. Like, a few years back, they were able to get the Critical Role folks to come out. Yeah. Fucking This year, they've got the whole Lord of the Rings Fellowship. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, they're able to do things that a smaller convention could never do. 100%. So it's like, I think every convention has its place, you know, yeah, it stinks that it takes that much to get those folks to come to it, but it's like, hey, if you really want to go take a picture with Sean Astin and Elijah Wood and Dom and, and all the other here. ones, it's like, here you go. And that's goes back to your pinpoint. That might be the reason you go to Denver Comic Con mm-hmm. to be like, I'm going to get, I'm going to meet all four of them. Hopefully they're doing a group photo, which you know it'll cost you at least 200 bucks but it might be worth it if you're a huge fan like we are of lord of the rings yeah like i got a picture with the hobbits yeah I, that's all like, i need to do and then you spend the rest of the day yeah. just <laughs> check it out it. i'm going home <laughs> i mean i met them all and there's their signatures yeah. good night everybody go watch a uh, Q&A. like that was one of my favorite parts about the critical roles they held a Q&A thing where people are able to ask questions and do this and they were able to tell this you know their stories and all this stuff and it was such a cool experience to see them outside of their the setting that we know them that yeah. it's just like 
it's so fucking cool and they're so like it's like oh this is yes this is yes yes and that is so, that is you know that got that you you bring up a good point because like because they are so big you do get you know once in a lifetime experiences to do something like that you know where it's like this is your one chance you have a three-day period that if you have the money you can make this happen which for the other 362 days a year you're not going to get that fucking chance you're not running into them on the late show with fucking jimmy fallon you know like it's just not happening so i'm excited first of all for conventions to be back it feels good to be able to walk around a group of people again even though I do think I got some con crud from that little bitty retro mania. Cause I felt like shit the entire next week, but I also did a bunch of stuff that weekend. Yeah. yeah it could be con- one of three things that happened that weekend, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's interesting. It's... I, I, I'll be curious to see in the future, like, like BlizzCon, for example, for the last few years has done a virtual BlizzCon where mm. it's 25 bucks they live stream every event, all the announcements as it's happening. You still get like in-game goodies as if you were to go to BlizzCon, but right. you don't get like the, uh, the your grab bag. You know, you get your your convention bag that's got all the goodies in it that are only given away at the convention, um, and you don't get that experience of being with the people. But some people don't want to be in that big of a group of people, and I mean, shit. Looking at the way the world is, uh, maybe I don't either. You know, maybe eventually I get to the point where it's like, hey, I make enough money. I'm just going to buy the shit I want off of eBay. You know, I I, like I don't need to search for it. I'll just find it as I find it. And I'll watch the panel via live stream. I'll watch because with BlizzCon, like you had all these things for however long afterwards where it's like, oh, while I was at the convention, I wasn't able to get to, you know, the Diablo 4 Q&A. Like, all right, cool. When I get back to my room tonight, I'm I'm going to bring up my virtual ticket and I'm going to watch that, that Q and a, as I say here, because I wasn't going to participate anyway. I just want to know what the fuck they talked about. You know, same thing with Denver comic-con. Eventually we're going to get to that point where all those things are going to be live streamed. Shit. They're live streaming funerals at this point. Um, yeah. yeah. Where it's like the, the need to go to a comic-con short of you paying the money to pose with someone that you would like to is going to be like the ticket to the comic-con is not going to, constitute the fact that it's not that amount of money that i'm getting worth out of being at the convention i'd rather pay a quarter of the price you know watch what i want to watch online and just not have to go and fight through the crowd of people or the requirements that you need to go to large scale stuff like that anymore you know so i'm kind of curious in the next couple years like where it's actually going to get to with conventions and like what gets pushed i mean because we even go to like um like E3 this year canceled uh, for the third year, second, third year in a row, 2020, 2021, 2022, no more E3. They were already on the outs anyway. It's a fucking huge convention, right? Huge convention, downtown LA. People don't think it's going to come back because Uh, of the overhead and the governing body of that convention. Everyone that is supposed to come to that convention to make it what it is, are just doing their own nowadays. Microsoft having their own, Sony having their own. And it's all because the governing body that's above it all puts requirements and stipulations and all this other shit that these companies just, they're like, hey, I gotta pay to be here. Like, I don't need, like people are coming here to see me. I don't need to pay you to 
rent out the Staples Center for me. I can do that my own, you know? So yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's real curious on how, like, you know, you see something like a Comic-Con get so big and the governing body of Comic-Con has so many rules and regulations to go along with it that eventually the people that are paying the money to be there to advertise or, or show their stuff are just going to be like, hey, fuck you. Like, I, we've got a Patreon now. Like, we're good. So I'm kind of curious on where conventions will go because they, they aren't like what they were when we were growing up. And they sure as fuck aren't like what they were pre-COVID. Yeah. You know, so it, it'll be a very I, interesting, interesting. It was always a dream, like, especially watching, like, um, G4 and then presenting E3. You're always just like, fuck, I want to be there. And it wasn't you, open to the public. You know, and it was just like, man, how do we get in there? How do uh, how, I want to go play test those games? Yes. I want to see those announcements. But you it, know. Got, it got open to the public in the last like four years or something that it was or five years. Otherwise, yeah. it was all, you know, pretty much invite only. And uh, then COVID happens. And, yeah. you know, now we just live well, yeah. stream all these announcements. It's like, why? Why don't you like have yeah. it? It's just as popular. You're getting the viewership onto your website. You know, you can still do the same thing. Hey, at the end of the video, it's like, and it's available now in the store. Go check. Yeah. It's like, boom, yeah. I, I'm at home already. I'm going to fucking sit and play this awesome announcement. So it, it's cool. Cause I, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm still a people person. I still enjoy for the most part being in crowds and like getting to rub elbows with randoms and stuff like that, because it's an experience, right? Yeah. One of those things that I leave and I'm just like, shit. Like, that's crazy. And, and you know, it, it's one of the things that, like, um, as I get older and, you know, being in a relationship with an introvert, I didn't know the type of toll that people in general can take on people. Like, yeah. you don't have to interact with anyone, but just being in that kind of commotion. And as I get older, I'm starting to feel that, right? Whereas it's just like, yo, like, there's, there's just too many motherfuckers here, like. <laughs> between parking and lines and and yeah. prices like i just don't want to have to deal with it you know and i miss out on a lot of experiences because of that but will i have left that experience that i missed out on with the same level of excitement as i had with you know trepidation right is that the right word um so i don't know it, it's getting weird and and you know just to kind of wrap it all up like I'm still going to go to those pinpointed conventions, but I'm almost going to stick my lane in like a mid tier because too small, too big kind of put the same taste in my mouth after I leave. Whereas like some of those ones where it's, you know, a dream hack or a Genghis Khan or a star fest, you know, I leave being like, yo, that was fucking dope. Like okay. I had, I had a great time, you know, the other thing I suggest for all conventions, serve alcohol. Serve alcohol. I will stay longer, and I will have more fun, no matter what the circumstance. If I can go buy a $12 beer while I walk around, I'm gonna. I'm uh, gonna. That's, that's one of the best things about Comic-Con there was Breckenridge Brewery every year was making a specific brew. Yeah, I had just the Incredible Hulk convention. one yeah. in like 2016 or whatever. Oh, BlizzCon yeah. did the same thing. They had two uh, BlizzCon only beers, and of course they're yeah. just relabeled beers that they already put sure. out. I can um, care less. But I bought them. It was awesome. I was like sixteen dollars for a twelve ounce can. Awesome. I'll take it. I'm gonna drink this StarCraft beer. 
I will buy your limited edition pint glass that's got a cool yes. fucking design on it. Because... That I can't put in the dishwasher and it's hand wash only for some <laughs> fucking reason. <laughs> um, we'll put that to the test and see. Yeah, man. But, I, I uh, still I still enjoy it. I still love conventions and I hope they stay around, but I just hope that they don't get to the point where they're more trouble than what they're worth. You know, I have less fun getting to them and buying tickets for them than I actually have at being there. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. Conventions are... A... I've been to more like small gaming conventions than than any other. We've driven to uh, Iowa, Nebraska to go to a convention specifically to play one very specific LARP. And I I don't know, I dig them. I like I like the big ones until the money starts rearing its ugly head and you're yeah. like, "Well, I just want to be able to meet Michael Rooker." Yeah. You know, I want yeah. I want to <laughs> I will wait in line to see Weird Al because when else would I not be able yes. to, you know, like, you know, so it's that conventions are a weird thing. Well, to wrap it all up, we're going to ask one final question on conventions and I'll give you mine first dream convention. And I just looked at prices for mine yesterday because they just announced the dates for it. Um, for me, I really, 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 because I've already been BlizzCon, right? My bucket list. Yep. So it's gone. It's done. I'm my next up. Portland Retro Gaming Expo. It is the largest retro game expo in the nation. Maybe probably the world. Um, in Portland, Oregon. They just announced dates in October. And uh, it's not that bad, dude. I looked up prices to what I could fly. And like I'd stay two blocks from the convention center. Cost me and Daisy like 900 bucks. Yeah, and you could go. And I want to go to the Pacific Northwest. Super fucking bad. Like, me it's too. like super yeah. bad. It's on the top, like top three of my list, right under fucking Reykjavik, Iceland. You know, like that's number one on the list for me. Is I, I want to go somewhere Nordic. It's probably going to be Iceland if it's anywhere. Um, and chances are it's yeah. going to be Canada because Iceland's expensive. Um, <laughs> but for me, like I said, dream convention. One I haven't been to, one I really want to go to before I die. It's it's Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Uh, I would mm, probably D twenty three, the Disney convention that uh, that's where a lot of their news and shit comes out of. Wait, um, Disney does their own convention? Yeah, it's called D twenty three. Why? I don't know. I don't know why it's well, called that. Don't bring shit looked, up. You can't uh, fucking back up. D twenty three. Uh. No, I'm not even going to make up a reason. Yeah, yeah I, you should, because know. when we find but, out, it's uh, just going to be disappointing. It's like exclusive everything. And it's assumably held at Disney World? Or do they do something like, stupid where they're like, Los Angeles Convention Center, you can't even be get to fucking it's, Disney. It's one of those crazy, like, you have to get on a waiting list to even be considered. It's not like a first come, first serve. You get put on a waiting list, and it could be years it's before It's like buying you season even... tickets to the Broncos. Yeah, it it may or, or may not happen 20 years from now. Yeah, but when you get that call, you'd be like, damn, I don't have enough money. <laughs> Seems to be the going rate. <laughs> well, if you ain't got anything else, we'll go ahead and wrap this some bitch up. Yes, that sounds good to me. As always, you guys can find us at retronomapod.com, easiest and best way to find us. Uh, Discord link there because I'm still always looking for people to play video games with. Um, I'm not afraid to buy a video game if you want to fucking play with me. I'd, I'd, I'll do it. Otherwise, we're going to play a lot of, uh, I don't know, I have 200 plus games on my fucking Steam library right now. So 
Um, Retronomify.com. We are currently streaming, if you're an audio listener, to Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You guys can get the links to all those on the website. Um, yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, to take us out the way that we always do. Man, sometimes words are hard. Yeah. Uh, weird question of the week. Uh, if you were a mimic in the modern day, what would you disguise yourself as to get most of those fools? <laughs> it's funny because I hadn't even looked at the new question of the week until now. So touche on that one. Good, sir. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode of the Retro Namapod. We love you and we will catch you next week. Good night. Good night.